RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Oh, boy. I'm uh, giving away the guest already. No, Ron isn't coming on right yet, even though his lower third is up. So, uh, yeah, guys, this is Tara Devlin. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to hell. Yeah, I live in the United States of serfs and lords, so how else do you introduce the day? That's what happens when I wake up. I'm like, oh, another day here in this effed up country. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to take it, but I really know that if I was about 20 years younger, I'd probably get the fuck out of here. I don't know how, how much longer. Because I was, I just, I received a tweet from Joey, our Joey of Joey Giraffe fame. And he was saying that, what, what, where was it? Not a tweet, a text. Uh, After the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, the idiot governor, uh, asshole Abbott, has increased his lead on Beto O'Rourke, who, you know, uh, he's not my favorite anyway, but he's increased his lead by 19 points. How is this possible? So, I don't know. USA is done. But anyway, we'll get to that. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. We have a lot of work to do. Jesus Christ. And uh, we're, well, there's there's so many things going on. And that's why it gets overwhelming, frankly. But I get a little down about it. And um, one of the other things, well, this is why Ron wants to come on. Well, he wanted to, We I wanted him to come on the show anyway. But he really um, has this topic at, in, close to his heart, antitrustsummer.com. I agree. Uh, you know, it's close to my heart too. But he's really involved in it, and you know, he'll we'll wait for him to come on, and we'll talk more about it. It's just one of the many problems we have here, and ultimately, it comes down to concentrated everything. Seems like the grand experiment in liberal democracy, which is hanging by a thread. Um, isn't hasn't been successful at at this because many many people don't understand that the point of a a liberal democracy is to is is basically the the antidote to concentrated wealth and power and that's what it was supposed to be so we are clearly well off the mark um, where is everyone says Ed. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they've given up on Tara Buster. The Tara Buster community quit. Well, they'll hopefully they'll show up. That's what sucks about having about you know it just it sucks. What another thing that sucks the um, the fact that we don't have a daily show at a set time. It kind of makes it hard to. Uh, that's what she said. No, that hard to. Uh, you know. Build a a consistent community. Some days we'll have a the the chat room will be popping and hopping, but hopefully there'll be more people in the chat room 
So if you want, if you're on any other channel, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. Usually, yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, I'll start the show and the, the chat room will just start filling up. But yeah, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe I scared them away with my awesomeness. So yeah, and hopefully uh, when Ron gets here, we'll have more people hanging out. Uh, it'd be kind of embarrassing, frankly for me because you know maybe i have to th rethink my career choices at this point oh don't trust me i've, I've been rethinking them <laughs> i've been rethinking my life choices but i'm also i'm like you know it's getting it's getting to that time where i'm like um oh i don't got that much long to go here so i'm not I'm not uh, in the spring of my life. I'm not in the in the winter. I don't know where the hell I am. I guess I'm in the fall. It sucks. Uh, but it's not, you know, a lot of... I've had a lot of water under the bridge here. <laughs> Can't you tell? And uh, I, sometimes I wonder. I wonder if I should just do what I've said. I, I keep saying I'm going to do, which is F off to Ireland, finally. By the time I get there, I'll probably just be sitting on a cliff, staring, and not saying anything. So, maybe, I, but that, you know, it gets very depressing because I'm like, this is it. This is life. There's not another, I don't get another shot at this, at least not in this lifetime. Haha, <laughs> you know what I mean? And what's the point of reincarnation? If there is reincarnation, if you don't remember it, who cares? Right? You'd still be sitting in a hole. <laughs> or wherever. I don't know where I'll be. I'll probably be cremated. You're funny. Zenny says, Tara, you are the best thing on YouTube. I hope you're, I don't know. I hope you are telling your friends. I think I'm, I don't know if I'm the best thing, but. I don't think I'm the worst. I'm not the worst. That's a good way to promote it. Not the worst. Right? <laughs> all right. I see more people coming into the chat room now. That's all right. Ron will be here soon. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Hey, Jim has, uh, he's, uh, as usual, set us off on the right track. If you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. And yes, Haiku says cat cast by the sea. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll move my ass and my three cats to, to Ireland. And I'll sit on a cliff and, I'll, uh, and we'll have a cat cast. And maybe I'll open a cat rescue in Ireland or something. Well, I'll probably be... They'll probably have to rescue me, but... So, yeah, I don't know. There's so much to, to talk about. So, Ron is going to call in at 9. That's in 15 minutes. But there's a few things that we were going to talk about. Um, mm, oh, boy. Here's, he's back. He's back, Haiku. You mimic Morning Joe and MSNBC. You represent a party that is no better than the one you rail about. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no better. In fact, um, that's not true. 
I mean, the Democrats have a lot of problems, but they're not complete fascists who don't give a shit about children being murdered in school or women dying in back alleys or gay people being beaten to death or, I mean, we can go on. You know, they're not trying to overthrow democracy. Yeah, we got problems. The problem is money and politics. And there are some, uh, yeah, sold-out Democrats, but they're swimming in the the pool of money, cor- uh, of the system that is corroded by money, which is the problem. And But we have actual Democrats who don't even take corporate money because that's how much they understand that. And even though they're swimming in the pool corroded by money, they're doing it with the with uh people just people's money not corporate money so until we get money out of politics i guess that's that's a step in the right direction right (laughs) and who's whoever this tom is that's the other thing about these these characters these right wing or whoever the fuck they are they come on and uh and with that, they're no better bullshit, which is another Republican. It's also kind of a uh, one of the Ru- Russian troll thing that they do. That's a Russian a Russian troll kind of perspective, where it's oh, don't bother. They're the same. Everything's the same. You know what I mean? And I don't ref- represent Democrats, frankly. In fact, I would. If the Democrats were a bunch of tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying, wannabe, dictator, scumbag, kiss-up, kick-down, uh, you know, Lindsey Graham types, um, and or let's say the Democrats had a standard-bearer that came down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists, we would I would be out of the Democratic Party. As uh, as everybody should should be out of the Republican Party because they're a f- bunch of fucking traitors. So don't tell me they're they're uh, they're the same. Okay, one party is populated by traitors. Okay, who are wedded to a lie that is is the cancer in the body politic that is destroying democracy. The other party is not. So take that bullshit over to 4chan, where you came from. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm back, and I'm feeling better for a second. Yes, uh, Zenny on the chat says, I was wondering where the MySpace Tom went to. Obviously, he went down a Q-hole. Or I don't know where. Where else he came up from? They're no better. And that whole they're no better bullshit is so lazy, too. So lazy, you know? They're no better. Excuse me. How? How? You know, it's not two sides. One is a fucking bunch of traitors and the other aren't. They aren't. One are not attacking um, the whatever the minority group du jour is, you know? One one's doing that, the other isn't. So don't get tell me they're this fucking same when 
you know, you're, you're, I, I, and of course, you know, whatever. I don't know. Why am I fucking even bothering with this person? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, as somebody who is part of the, one of the minority group du jours that they fucking attack. It's like, as if you, like, you know, I mean, what, how could you say that's the same? You have one party that is literally banning books and telling people what they can say, what appropriate topics, and, and all those appropriate topics are, um, as long as you don't say anything gay. You know, they're passing laws about what you could fucking say. And meaning that they're turning, they want to turn back the tide of progress, of decency, of humanity. And of course, they'll never succeed, but they don't mind killing a few people in the meantime for trying, right? That's what they want to, that's what they're going to do. And before Ron gets in here, in fact, speaking of, where was I? I was on Twitter before. I just want to show you speaking of, I mean, all over, because it's Pride Month, right? And Republicans are traitors, and there's a January 6th hearing going on that people are actually tuning into. And Republicans, which, you know, one, one party has a fucking propaganda channel called Fox News, that is so afraid of the truth that they literally don't broadcast the hearing, right? And in 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 the case to to minimize those who might tune out during commercials, they run their propaganda commercial free. I mean, you got to tell if they're not these these filthy billionaires who pay the millionaires to tell the morons that their problems are because of uh, of every policy that what might actually improve their lives you know uh, if they're 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 the ones telling you not to watch then you know there's something you need to see and, and I, I how how are people so fucking stupid I know, right? <laughs> I bet Ron will agree with Tom. And Tara will will counter with Hillary that he might be a Russian troll. No, no. I'm sure, whatever. whatever. Is this another one on here? Omni-man? Tara? I, I don't know if Ron says they're both the same. Oh, well, we can have this conversation, though. I won't put, I won't allow Omni-man to put words in my mouth or uh, Ron's mouth. So, all right, what was I saying? Yes, I was on Twitter. And, of course, I don't know why I go on there. To annoy myself? Let me see. I would have to say I know Ron a little bit more than you do. Scummy, whatever your name is. Um, let me see... And you know, you know who, who this, this, what's this fucking guy's name? Hold on. You see, I'm so prepared. Because oh, I, I was on Twitter, cause, because it's Pride Month, and what was I saying? Yeah, I went, before I was distracted. Because it's Pride Month, and 
um, they, the propaganda channel doesn't want you to see the January 6th hearing, the, the right-wingers are, um, go, they're really off the chart with this grooming bullshit, right? So they're going to gay pride parades all over the place. And, uh, you know, not the ones who've been arrested for attempted terrorism, at these gay pride parades, because that's all Republicans have, you see. That's the Republican base. They don't really have anything to offer except terrorism of, of one form or another. Prove me wrong. Really. Really. Prove me wrong. It's all terrorism because either they're lying to your face, they're telling you the fucking election was stolen, shit like that. That's all terrorism. They're telling you caravans are coming. Do slit your throat. That's all terrorism, right? So, um, all over Twitter here, Andy. No, that's what I'm looking for. This that dumb bastard, who is a uh, who's really he's gay. You know, see all of the if you're a member of a minority group, in um, on the conservative, whatever the hell. Um, you're considered, uh, uh, well, you're a human shield. They will put you in the forefront. They'll put you on Fox News. And because, you know, they hide behind your, um, you, your identity, uh, like a human shield. Oh, my God. So I don't know what this fucking Andy know. He, he was posting something uh, from one of the gay pride parades. Here it is. He really hates himself, you know? How there was a, there's a, a person who, oh, here it is. I got it. See this person? Uh, who the fuck is that? Some rando jumps into the parade. Okay. Some random person jumps into the parade with a sign that says Mary Magdalene. The other sign says sex work. And they, they bend over. And Andy Ngo, whatever the hell his name is, he says, the partially nude transsexual... How the fuck is, does that person look like a trans? Who, who, I, I don't know, but does that person, does, do, did they say they're transsexual? The partially nude transsexual person who twerked in front of children at the West Washington DC pride march was also holding a sign that read sex work. Now this clip is all over right wing media and I don't, this person is trans? Who the hell knows? But you see, they he's saying that because that's another trigger word for Republicans. You know, that's, that's, they want more dead trans people. The partially nude trans part, like Andy No gives a shit about children. Like he cares. How about the the children here? I got some children that he should worry about. Hold on a second. 
Yeah, well, he doesn't care if children have to endure live shooter drills, right? Or um, where else? Yeah, he doesn't care about children getting murdered in school. I was looking for this picture of, oh, well, how about, here's some uh, children he wouldn't give two shits about. Right? The, um, Lauren Bobert's children. Right? Or uh, all these other representatives, these Republicans who love posing with assault weapons. And, uh, and their children. Teaching their children to jerk off with assault weapons. But some rando, obviously, who knows? Sex worker? jumps into the pride parade with a sign that says sex work and then starts bending over. That's the representative of the entire gay community now and, and trans community. So, but there's children there. Who gives a shit that a child sees somebody's ass, okay? They have asses too. And they will grow up and hopefully they'll have sex with somebody you know they'll connect with another human being they and they won't have to beat themselves for it you know or feel ashamed by it who cares and maybe they're gay too who effing cares i would much rather they not be turned into mincemeat in school where they can't be identified they have to be identified by dna you know, that's that to me seems a bit more offensive. And as if they give a shit about children, they don't get if they wanted to reduce somebody having uh, to uh, whatever turn to sex work, then worry about the kiss up, kick down economics. Right. What about social services? How about we don't live in the least upperly mobile country of all the western democracies how about that you know what i mean but they want more shame more division so every as if so uh, every um murderer is who murders you know uh, with assault weapons that's not supposed to represent all the the good upstanding gun nuts right but we have you know this is what they do this is what they do now i you know i have to say i did speak speak too soon not too long ago when i said that the republicans weren't getting a getting the same old bang for their buck out of uh, gay bashing anymore and you know, I really did put my foot in my mouth that w in that way because they, you know, once they got, they have a good um, thing, you know, a, a good divisive wedge. They're not going to let go of that. They they will hold on to that like a rabid dog with a chicken wing. But this was not the. F I saw this clip on Andy No's Twitter feed. I don't know why these these right-wingers they come up in my feed like i told you all about it's not like i follow him i don't but 
I don't know. I'm more concerned about these these fascists, these uh, offensive fuckers. Oh, both. See, Andy now is upset that Antifa, see, the mythical Antifa, supposedly, according to this self-loathing gay person, Andy No, um, went to Idaho to, uh, in response to the LGBTQIA pride event, um, far-right group Patriot Front was arrested, violent Portland Antifa member who has a pen, what, who cares? So Antifa went there too, but maybe they weren't there to cause mayhem. And and first of all, the other thing is, where is Antifa? Where's their headquarters? Where do I sign up? You know what I mean? Andy No sees Antifa everywhere. It's like Antifa, uh, uh, Antifa here, Antifa there. Antifa up the wazoo, where? Where is this Antifa? I want to sign up officially because every patriotic American should be anti-fascist. So where do I send my dues, Andy? I keep asking. They never seem to, they, they never respond with an answer. Where do, where do we go for Antifa meetings? Am I wrong? Where the fuck are, where's Antifa? And no wonder. So he's upset that Antifa, what, what's the, so Antifa went there and no one arrested them? Because maybe they're, the Antifa's in your head. Like the Antifa at the Capitol riot or the Capitol insurrection, excuse me. So what, why, yeah, that's the other thing. They don't mention in the, well, back to the, the Capitol riot. Oh, wait, I'm just waiting for Ron. But they, they, none, no mention of Antifa during all the hearings. I haven't heard one Antifa being arrested there. Okay, hold on. Here we go. On the phone, Ron Placon. Ron, are you there? Tara. All right. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Good. You hear me. Of course you hear me. Fine. Am I coming in? I hope so. We'll, we'll find out in a second. <laughs> <laughs> it takes like, you know, this is like a 10 second delay, but we'll find out. So oh, let me okay. see. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, I hear you fine, but let me see if, does everybody hear Ron on the phone? Say something, Ron. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, well, I can't see you, but good yeah. to be here. <laughs> yes. Good to be here on the phone. Yes. Coming All right. from the lovely San Pedro, California. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay, well, any every, anybody on the friggin' chat, give me a thumbs up. Okay, everybody says good to go. Great. Yes, they, 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 they're like my co-producers. Sweet. Yes. So thank you, Ron, for I'm calling the same in. way. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have an on-site producer either, so I gotta, I gotta just wait until I see it. And yeah, right. I count on the chat too. And I hope everything. You know what I mean. I, I hook everything up and hope it, hope it goes. And you never know. Sometimes, you know, we get. I, I don't even know how things get messed up, but you know, you know how it is. Anyway, so Ron. Oh yeah. What's going on? It's been a long time. 
So Mm -hmm. it has been a long time. I hope you and the cats are well. We're Um, fine. And I hope all's well out in New York. I'm I'm bummed out we couldn't hang out when I was in town, but I was in town so briefly. Usually when I'm in New York, I take a couple days. But this time around, you know, I mean, it's still a weird kind of state of affairs in the world. So it was a it was a shorter. Everything was just a little shorter and a little weird. I mean, it was still fun, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I I, uh, have to get back to New York uh, sooner than later. But um, but there is a big happening going on right now because there are two really great antitrust bills. Uh, in Congress right now mm-hmm. that have a really solid chance at passing. In fact, Reuters put out an article today saying that both the House and the Senate are saying they got the votes to pass this thing. Really? Um, this wow. Written by, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And these bills, um, these bills were written by Amy Klobuchar and Chuck Grassley. So it was Holy written shit. by a Democrat and a Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and look, I'll be honest, Amy Klobuchar yeah. in the digital rights space and Chuck Grassley, too, neither of them have the greatest track record. They've had some bills in the past that I've been critical of. This bill is a good one. I mean, I've, I've read these bills. They are good bills. And uh, John Oliver covered it on his show over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I recommend everybody yes. check that segment out. Um, they did a very, very good job on this segment. Um, and it is funny, too. So so they really break it down, and, and they're, they, they do a funny job doing it. But the two bills are uh, casually referred to as OMA and ACOA. What OMA does is, uh, so basically right now, if you have an app and you want to get in the app store or you just want to use an alternative app on your phone, Google and Apple, they pretty much have that mm-hmm. lockdown. That is their thing. And so any alternative app needs to pay exorbitant fees and commission fees to them just to be listed there, just to be utilized. And then the software may or may not work because they dictate what software works on people's devices. This bill ends that practice. It's an unfair monopolistic practice. It gives a level playing field to alternative apps, and it lets you, the user, decide mm. which um, which software works on your device. The other bill, ACOA, uh, so when you search for something on Google or Amazon in particular, Amazon and Google will favor their own products and services above everything else. And then what Amazon in particular does is they'll make generic uh, products and then they'll feed you that first. An example that they actually gave on the John Oliver segment was uh, say there's a designer bag that's really popular and people Mm -hmm. like it. Well, Amazon knows that people like that bag because they harvest your data. Right. And then what they do is they get someone to make a generic version of that bag. They offer it for cheaper. And if you're searching from the, for that bag, uh, you're going to see those results before everything else. And Amazon does this when it comes to everything. Right. Google does a thing where they data scrape information from other websites and feed that to you first in the search results taking traffic away from other web and online entities, which which hurts their business, obviously. So these are monopolistic practices, and these bills go to break them up. It says, no, you know, when someone searches something, you need to just treat that like a level playing field. You need to list all the third-party vendors uh, with equal footing, and this will help out consumers. It'll help out people online. It'll help out uh, vendors, obviously. In fact, Amazon sent a letter to a bunch of their third-party vendors saying, hey, 
we don't like this bill. You should really be against oh, this bill. Really? And the third-party vendors emailed them back, and they said, go screw yourself. We're not <laughs> against this bill. What are you talking about? This benefits us. So uh, these are two really solid bills that even though I, you know, I know this is a digital rights thing, it's a little bit niche, but this is going to have a huge impact on the future yes. of the Internet because – you know, it's kind of like, what kind of Internet do we want, Tara? Do we want mm-hmm. the Internet that's an information democratizing superhighway like it's supposed to be and what it started as, what made right. it cool in the first place? Or do we want it to keep descending into a monopolistic surveillance capitalist hellscape? <laughs> you know, I want the former. I want, right. I want the Internet to stay cool. Uh, and these bills are a huge, crucial first step. And doing that, you know, you know, another comparison that people like to make, there was a time where AT&T had a right. uh, pretty much a monopoly on yep. our phone lines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I both remember those days, Tara. We remember how expensive long distance calling oh, was. Yeah. And it was for no reason. Absolutely. They just had a monopoly. Yep. They, yep, they would try to kill all competition. Well, some antitrust law broke them up. And then what happened? Well, what happened after that was we got cool inventions like the answering machine. Yeah. Then we got a cool invention called the modem. That kind of helped uh, hmm. lead to the World Wide Web as we know it today. Right. I'm not suggesting that if AT&T wasn't broken up, we never would have gotten the Internet. We might not have. We probably still would have. But the point is, right. is when you have these gross monopoly anti-competitive practices, it really does stifle innovation and it stifles our potential just as a society and by the way this also hurts us as content creators Mm -hmm. you know because we are at the mercy of google we are at the mercy of a youtube and we all know that youtube has their algorithm they favor corporate news over independent news because they want people to buy subscriptions from youtube tv and who's on youtube tv cnn msnbc Fox News, yep. not you, not right. me. So we get buried in the algorithm. That's by design. YouTube didn't used to be that way. Right. But since about 2017 or so, they've really been that way. And it continues to get worse and worse and worse. Well, this type of antitrust legislation, while it doesn't go after content specifically, it does break up these juggernauts. It enforces some antitrust legislation to break up these juggernauts and take away some of their power. And look, People across the political spectrum, and that's why there's tons of bipartisan support for this bill. People from, you know, Bernie Sanders all the way to um, uh, who's the one? There's a big libertarian. I think Josh Hawley's in mm. favor of it. And yes, so that's right. People yep, all across yep. the political mm-hmm. spectrum, and, and it's because look, even though we might disagree on some of the solutions for this stuff, one thing I think people across the political spectrum agree on is that these big tech companies have way too much frickin' power. Everyone feels that way, except for their lobbyists. So go to antitrustsummer.com, sign the petition, rally our representatives. They promise to vote. They promise that they have the vote, but here's the deal. They haven't scheduled it yet, and uh, guess who has to bring it to the floor? Chuck Schumer. Guess who has a daughter who's an Amazon lobbyist? Chuck Chuck Schumer. Schumer. So we're not not out of the woods yet. (laughs) Um, and here's the other rub right. here, Tara. If we wait, I mean, they promised to vote next week, week of June 20th. 
if we wait and we kind of let this fall by the wayside, let's just be honest, powers that be would rather we mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. Then what's going to happen is they're they're going to go on recess, which, which of course they deserve. Congress and the Senate, they've been working so, so hard. They deserve <laughs> right. <break>. But, uh, they're, <laughs> but they're going to go on recess. Then they're going to come back and it's all going to be about yep. the midterms. And this is going to just fall by the wayside. We know that's what's going to happen. So we have to win and we have to win now. We have to keep right. shouting so loud that they have to bring this to the floor and they have to keep the promise. Go to antitrustsummer.com, sign the petition. It takes about 40 seconds. Right. Sign the petition, goes right to your representatives. You got to see where they stand on it. Tell your friends, share it everywhere. That's antitrustsummer.com. So it's, so th- this is, this could come to the floor next week, you're saying, or or not? So yeah. it's now or never. Yeah, no, it could. It could. I mean, it really is like now or never. I mean, I mean, now, like, like not like, oh, my God, if it's not next week, it's over. But, right. you know, but they promised this to, week, yeah. let's hold them to it. And if not this week, hopefully at least they schedule it. Because, you know, the big thing is if we don't get it before the August reset. Right. Yeah, that's bad. Like, yeah. like that because they're just going to push it. They're just going to brush it to the side. So, so it, it does have enough vote votes. Next week. It has enough votes to pass. You said it's... that's what they say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. According that's... to a couple reports from Reuters, one that came out that's today, they oddly have encouraging. Because there's a ton of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well there's weird. a ton of bipartisan support. I mean, I mean, and usually. You know, look, usually when something has a lot of bipartisan support, that means right. it's a bad it idea that, exactly. you know, like they're, they're both selling together mm-hmm. or it has something to do with war. Because that's usually something right. that both parties agree on. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> in this case, it's an exception. I mean, this is one of the exceptions where, wow. hey, this is actually good legislation or even, you know, Republicans are saying, yeah, we got to rein in this big tech stuff. They good. have way too much power. This is way too far. Even we know this goes too far. Wow. So, That's pretty you know, amazing. This yeah. is a good – I mean, it really is. When you can get, like – I mean, especially some of the more, like, libertarian-leaning people, when you can get them to say, yeah, we need some antitrust here – that's when you know, like, okay, A, this is incredibly necessary, and right. B, like, this is good legislation. And, and, you know, so antitrustsummer.com. Go there, sign the petition. Please, we got to yeah. do everything we can to make sure that this vote is had next week, like Chuck Schumer promised. So he did, so what, so he did promise this? Because, I, I mean, I'm going to, I will call him. I mean, he's my, he's my senator. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he said we he said we were going to get it the week of June 20th. Really? Of course, we haven't heard a, a confirmation oh, on that okay. yet. Um, and and, you know, this is time sensitive. We can't wait. We got to get the vote when it's promised, because if we just let them waffle on this, if we just let them skate into their break, they're just going to be in midterm mode and they're going to forget about this. And and here's the deal. Even though this bill has a lot of support from people in office, guess who really has their ear to the big tech lobby. They got their ear big time and we know it. So they're going to do what they can to stop this bill from passing. They've been spreading all kinds of nonsense. They're, they're making these claims like, oh, well, if you pass mm. this bill, we won't be able to offer you Amazon Prime anymore. Oh, God. You won't right. be able to use Google Maps, yeah. which, which is a bunch of hogwash. You know, I mean, first of all, I use Google Maps. I have a terrible sense of direction. I use it all the time. But, um, but look, this is not stop any entity from offering the products and services that they want to offer. 
What this bill, these bills do is it stops the monopolistic practices that Amazon and Google and Apple are doing that makes it impossible for anyone else to compete. Right. That's what it does. Yeah. They can offer whatever they want. They can have Google Maps. They can have Amazon Prime, whatever. What they can't do is favor their uh, products and services over everyone else when you're just searching for something. Right. That's what they can't do. What they can't do is give themselves uh, a huge advantage and put their thumb on the scale for themselves in an app store. The users get to decide. That's what they can't do. That's what these bills do. And this is huge antitrust legislation that will play a huge role in the shape of the Internet for the future. Yeah. So please, antitrustsummer.com. Wow. I, I mean, how did you get involved with this? Did you just hear about it? and and Because uh, I see you're, well, I've, I've you're doing a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been paying attention to it for a while. And, and uh, you know, a Fight for the Future has been leading this fight. I collaborate with Fight for the Future uh, on occasion. I've collaborated with them for uh, net neutrality. I've collaborated with them for banning facial recognition. And I'm collaborating with them on this fight, uh, you know, to try to make sure that these bills get the vote. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to hopefully we're going to get a win here. And please, we need your help. Go to antitrustsummer.com. Sign it takes less than a minute, and right. it is a huge, huge deal. And we got a shot. I mean, look, uh, when you're on the left, we all know wins are so few and far I know. between. We, we like, had a couple. That's why I need this win. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really, yeah, I, I need, need this too. win. I need it for my yeah, spiritual well-being. We do. I feel yes. So, I'm just sick so of it, frankly. Yeah, it would be great for I once know, that know. the the people get a freaking break for once over these goddamn billionaires. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. I can't even. Uh, it's, I'm like it's up to my my the tip of my head. I can't take it anymore. I don't even know. It's uh, no, yeah. I hear you. And the thing with these pills is like you know. It's one of those things. Let, let's be real about what our government is. Our government mm -hmm. is owned by Wall Street. Wall Street, I mean, I yep. call it Wall Street Team R and Wall Street Team D. They own both parties. We know this. It's mm -hmm. set up so that no one else can compete. We know this. But you know what? Every now and again, they can't get away with everything. Mm -hmm. Every now and again, they got to concede something to we the people. They got to be like, okay, right. we got to mm. give this one to the people. And right. when you see it's what these big strange. tech near right. monopolies are doing, you know, they got to rein it in. And, and with all the flaws that the United States had, and, and God knows there's a lot. I mean, we, we could be, we could yeah. be listening things all mm -hmm. night. But despite all that, there is a history in this country of antitrust legislation. Right. There's a history of when it happens. And when it doesn't happen, yeah. when it happened with AT&T, I mentioned that earlier, look what happened. We got all kinds of great stuff when that happened. Yeah. It, it was awesome, that antitrust legislation that broke up AT&T's monopoly. Look at when we failed to do it. We failed to do it with the banking industry. Yeah. Look at how yeah. that's going. Mm -hmm. We failed to do it with certain segments of the housing industry. Look at how that's going. Now, mm -hmm. I know there's other factors at play with all these things. But failing to enforce antitrust legislation when we had the chance, that played a big role. Well, now we got another shot, and it's in the digital sphere. And as we are becoming more and more of a global village, this is infinitely important. This, is, this connects right. to climate change. This connects to the, the way we work. This connects to the type of lives we're able to have. 
So please, antitrustsummer.com. So as I know, uh, I've been saying it a lot. No, no, it's good, but <laughs> you have to. And uh, but as far as um, it's a yeah. catchy, it's a catchy URL. It's that helps. A, yes, yes. But as like you mentioned, uh, the rest of the world. Do you uh, do you know what the laws are about this kind of stuff? And and let's say the EU, because I saw something about how we how the United States could learn something from uh, EU antitrust laws, but I didn't really dive into it much. But uh, do you know anything about that? Is or, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know all the details about that. Um, but but yeah, I, I do know that the EU does have some different approaches um, with several aspects of digital rights. I mean, I know that there's a lot of parts of the EU where they're really mm-hmm. leaning into things like municipal broadband, which I'm like a big advocate for here. A lot of places over there, they kind of get it already. Right. They're kind of like leading the way on that. There's uh, little villages in Italy right now. They're building like state-of-the-art broadband to try to get people to live there and work remotely. Like they're oh. trying to like get people to wait, like invest wait, in where? villages. Where in Italy? Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're, they're one of the places. Got to get out of here. Fiora, <laughs> the other place. <laughs> well, yeah, you can go to Italy. I mean, I mean, they are. I can't they are speak for Italian. People. <laughs> Well, you'll learn. I mean, I know. I mean Duolingo. That's, I'll that's fucking what I learn. I'll learn. Yeah, I'll learn it. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not familiar with, like, this, the specifics on the EU when it, yeah. when it comes to this. I was uh, just wondering. Specifically, but I do know that, you know, Amazon, Apple, Google, they're very dominating companies here. Yeah. And so, you know, bringing this legislation, it will have a positive effect on the world because it will have a positive effect on the Internet, which impacts right. the world. And it will be a huge step forward uh, for this country when it when it comes to antitrust legislation. So antitrustsummer.com, folks. Can't right. Say it enough. And it also will, you know. I mean, as you know, we're joking around. We need to win. It's really true, though. I think that the yeah. fact that there are so many monopolies in general, it does something to the American psyche in a way where we think that this is the way it's supposed to be. That it's it really right. is about uh, you know, concentrated wealth and power and corporate power. Because even in in New York. New York is looking like any other town half the time now. You know, you walk, you you, you don't have like that local businesses anymore. You have the, uh, every corner has a Dwayne Reed on it. You know what I mean? It's just the uh, the same, yeah. the same. And then, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like whatever. Just the, this is, I'm trying to think. What's that, uh, you know, like Red Lobster and stuff like that all over the place. It's just. And you can go anywhere for Red Lobster. You know what I mean? You don't come to New York for that no, shit. No, I, I, I know. But there they are. It's like well, everywhere is just uh, it's just big corporations eating up the little guy. And as far as Amazon's concerned, I mean, Amazon is a behemoth beyond reason yeah. at this point. And it needs to be broken up. It really should be. But it doesn't seem even to be on the well, table. Not, I mean... Well, well, and look at, I mean, so most online commerce, pretty much 90-some percent of searches go through Google. So that that's all Google. Right. And then most purchases, I think it's at least 50%, 
is straight up Amazon. Yeah. So, so out of everything purchased online, at least one out of two things is going to be through that website. I mean, mm. I mean so it's like, yeah, right. they're not just some private entity. They're not just some business in a sea of businesses. They right. are the juggernauts. And yeah, they need to be broken up. Like there's nothing at all competitive or healthy about this. And, and right. we need antitrust here. That's why, that's why the laws exist. Yeah, so, and, but they yeah, were they I, haven't I, been I followed you. though in so many years they haven't been followed. Right. That's it's just they, and that's how Amazon. It seems to me I don't know all the details, but how Amazon has been able to grow to such to this to this uh, degree. I mean they they shouldn't. Well, part of know, it too is that part of it too is that we're dealing with the digital space. Yeah, you it's know, like a whole it, new like thing when it comes mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a whole new thing. And I mean, even though like, you know, the Internet has been around a, a pretty hot minute now, but it's still in many ways, right. technology is ahead of the law. Like we yeah. don't really have That's all true. the laws to meet the moment with the things that the Internet, um, you know, presents us with. So, you know, in a way, it's kind of like we're learning as we go, which can be very overwhelming, also very exciting and very intimidating, too. And uh, and that's just another this is just another testament to all that. And all too often, especially in the contemporary United States, you know, I always say, look, we're governed when it comes to digital rights. We're governed by two types of people, people who don't understand the Internet and then people like Marjorie Taylor Greene who can't handle the Internet. Right. And those are the people making our laws and policies Uh. around the freaking Internet. So you see that all too often where, like, you'll you'll see a policy proposed by. You know, whoever like um, I mean, I've seen some bad ones, you know, pretty much across the spectrum. And a lot of times it's because they're writing as if the Internet is cable television. Mm. And it's like, OK, this would be this would be a policy that might work if, if you're applying it to a right. radio or, yep. or television yep. in like 1992. But this is the Internet. This would not work here because to do this, you would have to end encrypted messages that endangers all of us. So there's all these things where. They just don't really know what they're doing when it comes to this space. There are over 70 digital rights organizations in the United States. Uh, you know, I get to collaborate with one of them. And you would think that elected officials would take a minute to ask them. They have right. a very open door. They'll get back to you right away. But most of the time, that doesn't happen. Occasionally, mm. it does. And when it does, good things happen. This is one of those times where it did. That's why every digital rights organization in the country is working adamantly to make sure these bills get passed. Right. Well, I mean, I'm just, actually now I'm I'm looking at a an article it's saying that there is the EU outside of the tech sector is sticking to well understood and enduring competition law principles. By contrast, U.S. antitrust enforcement agencies are reinterpreting vague standards. Blah, blah, blah. Then it says, it talks about the bill, uh, where a bill introduced by U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar would prohibit dominant firms from using their position to disadvantage their competitors. So, Klobuchar's, and then they're, they're calling it an ill-conceived proposal. See, there are, I'm seeing all these, uh, of course, big, you know, uh, I guess, uh, billionaire type, uh, 
press releases that oh, yeah. are saying things they're like doing, they're doing everything they can <laughs> yeah where was it they're I making just... up all kinds of nonsense right there's somebody i just saw something that said um summers oh former treasury chief worries about a tilt towards populism this is in bloomberg summers warns of hipster antitrust trust push hipster antitrust but you see what i'm saying like they're just wow. branding it as uh hipster i don't i don't think you would call amy klobuchar or Ch- what's his deal chuck, chuck grassley <laughs> a hipster yeah. he's a republican in iowa <laughs> you know what i mean you know, like you know, fuck those, this those hipster, those hipster iowa right i mean it's just i'm so sick of this shit I can't even tell you. Um, even like, shut the fuck up, Bloomberg, hipster antitrust. You know, God, do, how much longer are we going to take this shit? This is what I say. Like, how much more do you need, motherfuckers out there? How much more? You you want it all? That's what it is. That's really the bottom line. They want it all. It all. How come this never stops? It never stops. I'm sorry. Well, you know what. You know what? Maybe it's an unintentional. Maybe it's an unintentional self-own because uh, you know what hipsters are really into. What? They're really into old vintage shit. Right. And you know what happened the last time we had antitrust laws in this country? We had a solid middle class. Yeah. So yep. maybe right. you're right. Maybe yeah. in that way it is hipster. Yeah. It's hipster calling back to the working class. Calling right. back to when corporations didn't have full control of everything. And the working class was represented. Right. So there you go. Yeah. I just you can't can take it. call it a hipster bill all you want. Hipster. The hipster antitrust. <laughs> so I, I, they'll call it woke, right? Woke antitrust. I'm so sick of that word, too. But, I mean, it, you're, it, antitrust is as old as, uh, you know, like you're saying. Uh, well, it is entrenched in American history as uh, Teddy Roosevelt, the, yeah. uh, the trust buster, right? That's what he was uh, known for and of course i do uh, remember um, the bells being broken up and uh, that being touted as uh, as an american thing that we this is what we do here we don't we don't cultivate monopolies we cultivate competition and this is how we protect the american worker we uh, we spur innovation and it is it's in the democratic spirit too, to not allow the concentration of this kind of of power, really. So, um, and that's what I mean as far as this is good for the if this passes, and hopefully it will. It's good for the American psyche to see that because a lot of people don't even realize that that um, you know this is not it's really kind of, it's another one of these patriotic imperatives as far as i'm concerned so you don't cultivate monopolies you don't allow it cuz you know we're supposed to be that a this kind of system is supposed to be the antidote to that because you know everybody in nobody out we're supposed to be able to have you know a, a chance and not have to go fight a giant behemoth that's just going to stomp on you if you're trying to trying to you know uh invent something or or bring something to market or 
you know, it's like we, we but I feel like we're constant. It's just one thing after another. And it reminds me of Walmart, too, you know, how uh, with the Walmart destroying local businesses. And this is, you know, this is what we're dealing with constantly. And uh, it doesn't it never works out good for for the small person. But um, it's really about time that something kind of skewed in our favor a little bit. I know I'm going to call Chuck Schumer this week. I hope that uh, other people do. Do you know when when the um, when the vote is supposed to be taken, or is it, well, well you, it's not set, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't give a specific date. They promised the week of June 20th. I mean, I mean, Chuck Schumer's mm. got to bring it to the floor. That's his gig. He's... So he's got to bring it to the floor. He promised he would do it week of June 20th. You know, we haven't heard an announcement yet, and also. None of us are blind to the fact right. that Chuck Schumer, uh, I, one of his daughters is a lobbyist for Amazon. Jesus the Christ. other daughter, I believe, is uh, is on the board. Is a lobbyist Meta, for Google. Oh, shit. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, so, my God. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's got a lot Meta. of uh, big tech conflicts of interest. Unreal. Um, you know, right in his own. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's that's our politics. Yep. I mean, it's like all well, these that's people, them. Yeah, like, that's like they are... They are mm-hmm. powerful, powerful people. They are, they are, you know, the corporation buy them, you know. I, yep. I mean, that's just that's legally how it is. bribed, and it's, and it's across the board. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, well, they don't call so him the senator from Wall some... Street, right? For nothing. That's what his nickname is, Senator right. from Wall Street. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, totally, <laughs> and and so. You know, when you get some good legislation like this, you gotta really do everything you can to get the win, and you gotta, you know, you really gotta force them to take this vote, to vote the way they promised they would, and and to get this into law because it it is it is incredibly necessary, and uh, we got a chance at winning this one, folks. Well, that that is encouraging, and I have to say, I do need I do need the win, <laughs> so. Right. You know. Anyway, so I saw that you were we you're did. you're going on tour. Or are you going? Where are you going? Yeah, a little bit. I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a festival in Iceland. So That's I don't know if amazing. there's any uh, Iceland listeners, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be doing the Reykjavik Fringe Festival at the end of the month. Oh my god! Uh, you can grab tickets for that over at my website romplacone.com. My shows are on June 28th and June 30th. And then um, end of July, I'm going to be in the Northwest with uh, comedian Graham Elwood. Him and I are both on the road. And we're going to be in uh, Portland, Oregon on July 28th, Seattle, Washington, July 29th, and Vancouver, British Columbia, July 30th. You can get tickets at my website, ronplacone.com, for all those shows. And I look forward to seeing you on the road. And then that's going to be it for me for uh, 2022. That's, uh, That's the extent of my touring for this year, but That's I'll be back great, at it in 2023. Have you ever been yeah. to Iceland? Yeah, it'll be. No, no, it'll be my first time. That's um, supposedly yeah, beautiful. Year, I, I, I did a lot. <laughs> it's be- more. Yeah, it's be- I, it's I more beautiful amazing. than Queens, I hear. <laughs> you know, I'm I, just I, kidding. I, I have heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Queens though. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. it, it it's kind of random, like you know, with the pandemic and stuff. I was off the road for two yeah. years. And for whatever reason, this year, I was just like, all right, we're getting back to it. I'm only going to cold places, though. Oh, like, like, I did stuff in Canada, and uh, I, mean, I did some domestic stuff, too, but it was like Canada, 
and then Iceland. Like I'm mm. like I'm only going to cold places. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was. Hawaii I'm, called. Right. And said, no, thank you. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, they, right. they didn't call. I would have said yes, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got to get them get my ass out of the tri-state area. So. You know, anyway, I've I've been feeling very much like I wish I was 20 years younger so I can get the hell out of this country. But, you know, it's really it's really depressing, frankly, you know, but thank you for like telling me about this because this might be something that will uh, give me some hope, frankly, you know, that things could happen. But I'm I'm under the impression, though, I'm of the well, not just the impression, I'm of the belief that. Things are not going to happen much until people like Chuck Schumer are are gone, you know, out of the way. Chuck Grassley, that's why I'm shocked. Chuck Grassley is is a co-sponsor of this bill. I wonder what happened. I wonder like, who, what happened to him. What did somebody br- threaten him? <laughs> did somebody threaten his life? I mean, what what happened? It's it's very well, bizarre. I mean, hey, you know. Right. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. And and this guy, him and Klobuchar have co-sponsored several bills in this yeah. space. This huh. is the first one where I've been like, yes, this right. is a good bill. It's weird. So, you know, it's very I bizarre. Mean, I'm know, like, look, where's it, the, it, you know, where's the, uh, the, is there, is this a trick here? Where, what's happening? It's weird. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I mean, yeah, you, you always do kind of have to pinch yourself a little bit. but And that's why I kind of just dove in so hard on this. Right. It's like, look, you know, I, I, like we've all looked at this. We're all kind of on the defense here. This is legit. This is a win that we have a chance of getting. Uh, let's get this one. We need it. Right. So, uh, so, yeah. Because, yeah, well, let me ask you. Hopefully we get a. Yeah, well, hold on. let me ask you a question about what what's do you, I mean you might know. I'm looking um, you know, about uh the net neutrality. What happened with that? I haven't really been up with it, but I know that we got well, rid of Agit Pai, but did yes. Yeah. Okay. We uh we have we have net neutrality in California, and I'm pretty sure you have it in New York. Yeah, is it? Are I they doing it like I that, like state my... by state, or? Huh. Well, that that's kind of what happened. I'm, I'm fortunate; it's not the most ideal thing. We'd be better mm. off with federal. But when they had that court ruling, and this was before Trump was out of office, even this was still with an IGPI FCC. Um, you know, they took it to court. And the court basically said that we're going to uphold them repealing net neutrality. They're able to do that, but states can pass net neutrality laws, and that would supersede uh, mm, their laws. God, so California passed one. I'm pretty sure New York did. Right. Um, and and they've challenged – I can't speak for every state, but I know here in California they challenged our net neutrality law in court. And they have continually lost time and time again, which is good. Yeah. And even if you don't live in California or New York, it's very good that these states have net neutrality laws because here's the deal. These big cable companies operate in the entire country. They're not going to roll out anti-net neutrality packages if they can't roll them out in New York and California where you have such a huge customer base. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like taking them out of the knees. You know what Mm. I mean? Like like it's kind of like, 
it's not like it's not going to stop them entirely, but but it's definitely slowing them down big time, and that's a good thing. And in the meantime, um, Gigi Stone was Joe Biden's appointment to the vacant FCC seat because mm. right now the FCC is in a two-two deadlock: two pro-net neutrality Ugh. seats, two anti-net neutrality seats. Gigi Stone is the the commissioner Biden appointed. It was a good appointment. She is beyond qualified. She has a great track record. She's a, a, a good digital rights mind. She's, you know, has experience in the field. Perfect candidate. Um, but they are smearing her. They are doing of everything course. they can to delay her appointment. Um, they're stalling. Uh, and they're bringing up the most ridiculous thing. I mean, they brought up. She, is she, she woke? made a tweet <laughs> about woke. Fox News. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they they made this tweet that like she she's not a fan of Fox News. Fuck I guess them. because she Who has eyes it? and ears. But yeah, right. No kidding. But um, God. but they made this big deal that that she's not big on Fox News. So they're worried how that oh, would inform her man. acting as an FCC mm. commissioner. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, wow! And they really they had to fix through Fox. her personal oh tweet Jesus. from years ago. Of course ago. they do. That's what they do. Um, yeah, mm. you know. And she even said, she's like, it's not like I was in some position. Like, like this is just my personal take. Right. And, and then they, they tried to use, like, like, some other, like, she was voting on this thing that was, like, pretty complicated. And she took a position that, that you know, might not have been, like, the best thing, but it was pretty complicated. I mean, they're just using all these things to try to discredit her when she is very qualified uh, let's keep in mind, Ajit Pai had no qualifications yeah. whatsoever. Right. That yep. guy was just, of course. he was just a lobbyist. He was yep. just, and so was Tom Wheeler for that matter. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I mean, look, Ajit Pai, I mean, yeah, Trump appointed him head, which was terrible, but hey, even Obama brought him into the fold in the first place. So mm-hmm. that guy Ugh. was totally unqualified, was willing to do the bidding of Big Cable, and he had support from both parties. Meanwhile, here's Gigi Sohn, completely qualified. I don't think Biden personally gives a hoot. I think Biden right. just had to keep the promise he didn't want to keep. He promised a pro-net neutrality FCC. They're kind of holding him to it. And he's not really acting with any urgency, probably mm. because he started his campaign with a bunch of uh, executives from Comcast. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, it's a mess. But, but they've managed to just stall uh, for a, a historically long time. It's a no- is, I mean, they never... Actually, I'm pretty... Right. It's just how do it's they get away with it? Office. God, God, not enough people scream about it. I mean, right. I mean, you just have a, a handful it. of you have a handful of websites and and you know digital rights geeks right. like me, that's like true. like and that's that, true, and that's it. And yeah. and it's like you know people aren't screaming about this. People aren't you know people didn't scream about net neutrality until we needed it cemented into mm. law, and then they didn't mm. scream about it again until we lost it. So, right. you know, it, it's one of those things, but, um, but that's basically where that is. They're just mm. dragging their feet as long as they can. This has been historic. I mean, this is never, I'm pretty sure he was tied. Like the last time it took this long to appoint a commissioner was like, um, I forget which administration it was. I, I want to say Nixon, but I don't think that's correct, but, but it's been, it's been about that long. Like it's been like about fifty some years wow. since it's taken this long. And 
I mean, don't quote me on this, but I wouldn't be surprised if now he has the record because it's been two years just about, and it still hasn't happened. So it's mm. like, I mean, this is historic that it's taken them this long to appoint somebody to the FCC, and it's absolutely criminal. Wow. That's the only thing stopping us from getting net neutrality back. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, that's another thing. We well, I yeah, you're talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're nobody's screaming about it. I I haven't brought it up. I didn't know about it really. I was, I mean, it's been on my mind. I just didn't know the whole backstory. But all, yeah, I don't, I don't hear this on any corporate media channel. Well, and we never will. So they'll just talk about gas prices and um the inflation it's like the same stories uh recycling over and over but there's so many other important things that we need to need to talk about that never ever get on uh on top of mind anywhere that's why you know we need uh this kind of digital you know uh the a a level playing field in the very least so like what we're talking about with the well, it- and mm-hmm. it's, it's so hard because so many people are just trying to keep their head above water every yeah, day. Exactly. I, I mean, you, you have so many people and, and especially with, you know, it's not like what's going on with inflation and gas prices isn't important. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's just crippling people economically. I and mean, we know this. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. things you have these people like so many people in this country are just. Mm-hmm. living paycheck to yeah. paycheck. Yeah, well, that's the problem. And, you know, mm-hmm. can barely keep their head above water. Yep. And, uh, you know, so... That's the problem. It's yep. really hard to kind of get right. anything done or, or to even rally for, like, yeah. a better... Uh, for, like, a better tomorrow or, or just doing the absolute bare minimum, <laughs> right. you know? It's I mean, this true. Is, the bare minimum is to just get a promised FCC commissioner. Right. That's, like, the bare minimum. Like, right. That's not a big ask. Yet it hasn't happened. Mm. It just hasn't mm. happened. Mm. I mean, mm. it's just a historic level of inaction. Wow. And I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if it, it, somehow he went his entire term without doing it. Right. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think yeah. that would be unprecedented, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, and you know, and they don't I mean, fight so they're, back. They're in a deadlock, yeah, right? But they don't. But no. but the but Biden could talk about it. He could use his bully pulpit and say, and bring this out. And no one, you know, he 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 doesn't do it. It's it's like the Democrats just don't fight. They don't fight for, you know, what's right. It seems I don't know. And uh, like the well, Republicans can just get away with stacking the supreme court or stopping them from putting people on the supreme court like merrick garland merrick the meek and uh you know they just don't fight they they you know they just don't they just like oh okay well they got that they they were able to stop us so oh well you know and it just seems the same and way there's, there's always an excuse mm-hmm. there's always an excuse mm. all, and, and it's been going on i mean it's not like this is new like this has been going on for like you know, 30 some years. And it's because look, Mm -hmm. the Washington generals aren't trying to win the basketball game. They're really not. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, some of them are, I think, but it's just, I feel like the whole system is broken and it's money. That's the problem. If there were no, if we didn't have money in politics, the, the, um, you know, the people who are there for, for their own 
to to feather their own nests, so to speak, would be gone. They wouldn't. They they'd be off, you know, somewhere else, uh, finding some other scam. And that's why Trump is. I think the the two biggest things electorally that I oh I didn't I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, Sorry. go ahead. I, I no. think we have like a slight delay. So You're fine. You're fine. But um. I uh, I think the biggest thing electorally at like the the federal level at least would be money out of politics and ranked choice voting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would just. Yeah, that I would. mean, that would just blow. That would just blow everything up, really. I mean, that would just be like because then you would have, you know, more than two parties because yep. the whole like argument like oh well you can't vote for a third party or else the Republican right. win right. will right. win or 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 if you're if you're red state you you know be like oh you can't vote for a third party or the Democrat will win and we don't want right. that. Well, now that goes away. Cause like, no, you can rank your choices. You mm-hmm. can just vote for the person you want. And then, you know, like put your second choice second. Um, right. And then you get money out of politics. Well, that levels the playing field on people getting their uh, message out there, their word out there. So, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what needs to happen. I, I mean, you know, my enthusiasm for electoralism, especially at the federal level is, is, yeah. Very, very low, even lower than it ever has been. Now, locally, I'm a, I'm a bit of a different story. And, and here in L.A., we, we did have a few things to smile about. Not a ton, but, but we had a few, like, there's a few kind of, like, union organizers and lefties that, that made it to the runoff, some of them who even won uh, the primary. So um, we have a few things to smile mm, about here like in Los what? Angeles. Tell, um, tell me. I want to smile. Well, we had we I had like two smiling. progressives, like two. Yeah, no, actually, we we had two uh, lefties win their win their primary. Um, now here in California, I don't think New York's this way, but here in California, we we do like the jungle primary. So it's just the people who finish in the top two who advance to the general. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it could be two Democrats. It could be two, you know, whatever. I mean, it could be a Democrat and a Green. It could be a Libertarian and a Republican. Like who knows. Um, and, uh, so we've had, and our local races, by the way, are, are nonpartisan. So we don't have any parties for our local races, but, um, you know, so it's just the top two that make it to the runoff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a few lefties who beat the corporate incumbents. So they beat a ton of cop money. They beat a ton of, um, you know, corporate money. Um, and they made it to the runoff. And in some cases they won Kenneth Mejia, who's running for controller. He won. Um, there's this guy, uh, Hugo, who's running in, uh, District 13, who won. Um, and then there's this other person running in District 1 who had a really good showing. Uh, and then for mayor, I mean, Caruso did not make it through. I mean, what they were hoping was that Caruso was going to make the 50%. If you're not. Uh oh. He's happened? trying to be the Los Angeles oh. Trump. You got, uh, you just, you just bug, um, you just dropped off there for a second. So what were you saying? Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I was just talking about our mayor. We, we had um, this guy, Caruso. I'm sure you heard about him. He's basically our Trump. Like he's trying to be the Trump of Los Angeles. Really? And yeah. um, well, what, what they were hoping, you know, I was talking about how our runoffs work. Another thing about our elections that not a lot of people even know about is that if somebody gets 50% or more in the primary, it's just over and they win. So what Caruso was hoping was going to happen was enough people were going to be not paying attention and he was just going to kind of get 50% of the vote and become mayor. That didn't happen. 
So he's in a runoff well, against good. Karen Bass. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I mean, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't my first choice. I, I voted for um, for the lefty in the race, Gina Viola. Mm-hmm. But um, she's definitely a, a better choice than, than him for a mayor. So I, I will be oh supporting my God. her in the, in the general. Really? Um, you know, to keep to keep him out. But um, but yeah. So uh, so we had some good things happen, or at least some not as bad as they could be things happen uh, locally here. Now, in my district, uh, I was supporting a really good uh, lefty candidate named Brian Odega, a young, very progressive guy, climate activist, educator, by far the best choice on our ballot. He unfortunately did not make the runoff. Um, He went up against a lot of big money. You know, the one the one guy who's favored has lived in San Pedro for 40 years. He runs a huge nonprofit um, you know, kind of one of those like corporate type mm-hmm. nonprofits, you know what I mean? Um, and he's just, I mean, there are, there are way worse people out there than him in city council, but you know, he's kind of a more sort of establishment candidate. He made the runoff along with, you know, someone else who's a little more on the establishment side of things. So, so that was a little bit unfortunate, but, um, but you know, we'll see what's happened. I mean, we had a huge groundswell of, uh, of, you know, like local, people who really got behind brian and uh now you know the the people who made it through the runoff like they want those endorsements so i so i think we have some leverage to try mm-hmm. to make you know to kind of make these people put the community first and and i think in local politics you have a, a better ability to do that you know like mm-hmm. like like local politics you really do have a chance to either elect people who want to serve the community or people who want to exploit it because both run and uh, you really do have the chance to get just better people in office locally. I, I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. That's true. I hear you. And but it is scary that everywhere you look, there's a a, a wannabe Trump. You know, it's just. Well, enough. yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys kind of got one in New York. I mean, you got that. You got that. Cop oh, call, Carl. Pretty terrible. You're talking about our yeah. w- which cop? The you're talking about um the cop who's mayor. Oh him? Yeah, mayor, he sucks. <laughs> he's a Democrat yeah. though. He's a, yeah. he's supposed to be a Democrat. He's I've I've never liked him. He's really tediously annoying to me. But whatever, I voted for Maya Wiley, so but um yeah, no. And I thought you were talking about Carl Palladino. He's a New Yorker. He's another one. Um he's the one that said that we need more leaders like Hitler. So and then then they oh, were wow. like, yeah I mean they're they're, I haven't they're heard about that. yeah That's he's a, a he's I mean quote. yeah but then he was like um he was insisting he was taken out of context that's what happens they, they whenever they're called on things that they say that are abhorrent they're either and then they're they're coached that oh no that's not that wasn't a good thing to say um they'll they'll say oh i was just joking or uh, i was taken out of context how do, how do you take that out of context but we know they're all full of shit they, they we need a good leader that's what he was saying that they hitler was so inspiring yeah right that he he had so many people following him we we need more people like him so uh, it's just it's so <laughs> insane that but here's this is where we live i don't know uh it's very just 
goddamn depressing sometimes. Because I, 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 it's so like f- just seeing these fucking assholes going to the gay pride parade, where of course um, it was good that they were stopped. The thirty-one, um, well, they weren't the proud pricks. They, who were they? They were the other ones, the Patriot Front. The that were I'm sure you saw it. They were going to uh, try to disrupt a gay I pride don't, parade. I don't some bunch Wait, of fuckers. What are they called? They call themselves well. I, know, I, I can't even keep track. Of, I know it never yeah, stops. I, I can't yeah. keep track of all these freaking names. Like, yeah. like I don't know, like like all these different. Like I, I don't know. I know. Like, like what's the difference between any of them? Like like are they just mm, the same thing? Uh, like like I don't even much. freaking know. There's like well I call well all the right. proud boys. I just I call them the proud pricks. So the proud they're not. I mean they're just a bunch of incel fucking closet cases really and same thing with this with this patriot front that's another one they're like the proud boys the patriot front and they all wear the same thing and they're yeah like the brown shirts you know and they were going to a gay pride parade to uh to cause mayhem and they they were some some um some uh, neighbor called it in saying that they saw an army a small army gathering, and they were going to. Uh, wait, I hear you. I hear you cooking. I hear you doing a lot of cooking there. So, oh, settle sorry. down. Yeah, I'm, settle I'm not, down for yeah. a second. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a lot of like spoons and things scraping and whatnot. But anyway, but um, yeah. So they some. I'm making the Sunday sauce. <laughs> yes, you gotta make it now. So. You gotta make it on the Tarabuster show. No, I'm just kidding. But um, the I'm only kidding. I know I'm always multitasking too. Yeah, and I'm always doing five thousand things. So, but um, it, the thing that was concerning is that the uh, it wasn't the FBI <laughs> wasn't the ones who busted this ring. It was like somebody called it in. They were like, I see a bunch of fucking assholes in army gear gathering <laughs> you know uh maybe you should look at this maybe you should check this out and then they came and and got them and were like they were in the they were going to uh i don't know it would have been another incident of domestic terrorism they were just going to the gay pride parade in idaho or something to uh to disrupt it and they were I'm sure they were going to go there and start beating people up and shit and who knows what else but that's how they were caught and the 31 of them were caught and, I, and all their mugshots were were uh, released and I was looking through them all they all look like a bunch of they really look inbred and also um, closeted there's there's no doubt in my mind why that there are a bunch of closet cases well so who, funny mm-hmm it's so funny how they, they never want to be, like, ID'd ever. And it's like, well, wait, I, I thought you were proud. I thought you were proud of this. <laughs> exactly. They're so proud. Why don't you, you know. They were like, always right. I mean, everything I, everything I post online and every opinion I have, my name's next to it. Right. Not exactly. an avatar. Not, you know, like, like my name. And, and you might not agree with everything I say or whatever, but. There you go. My name's right there. There you, know? you go. Like, I, I put my name on it. Sometimes I, you know, regret things later. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I missed the mark there, whatever, or, or, I, or I've learned and I've grown and <laughs> right. I got that one wrong or whatever. But, you know, I still put my name on it. Uh, I'm not hiding behind something. Uh, right. And I don't claim to be proud or not proud. I, I just I claim know. to be uh, a dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> proud. And what do you, I mean, they're not proud. They're just, they just want to, I mean, they're very much, they, they remind me, well, they're just, they're closet cases. That's it. They really just need the arms of a man around them. You know what I mean? And well, hugging they are, them. They and, are all like. Yeah. They need a male, hug. right? Like they don't yeah. have. That's it. Are there any female? Not boys, is that a thing? Probably not. I mean, maybe there are. Like, I mean, I guess that's not allowed, right? Right. Who knows? The women's like, auxiliary? Do they have that in the proud pricks? But they, but they, they need. They just. That's what they need. They just need like, some big man to grab them and hug them and say, you know, and caress them on the back of their heads and be like, it's okay. Like, why are they so, they're just fucked up and it never stops. And, and, and it's so embarrassing, too, for, to, be, to be white sometimes. It's always these white assholes. How do they get so, so stupid? You know what I mean? Jeez, what, what happened? But anyway, and, and it's being encouraged by the, by the big asshole that they which i don't understand i don't understand the the love of trump i don't get it that's what's probably the worst part of it all and right now living in this in this time because i i don't understand i don't get why people like him and he made a lot of bogus promises he made a a lot of bogus promises exactly that a lot of people bought and and then they didn't buy it the second time, you know, except for the people who, you know, the Kool-Aid has really been drunk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's going to happen next? I mean, I mean, if they get oh, if God. there's a more deliberate, um, you yeah. know, like a more savvy con man around yes. the corner. Yes. So that's which it. There are. I mean, I and mean there, like, well, yeah. there are people. I mean, Ron DeSantis yep. is waiting in the wings. Uh-huh. And that guy yep. is. That guy is beyond dangerous. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, more terrifying is... than Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God, way more. Yeah, I mean, well, so... yeah, and he's... Yeah. That's what kinda... it reminds me of. Well, that's... Uh, we talk about the end of the Roman Republic a lot on the show because I'm a big Roman history fan, and um, it's exactly like the end of the Roman Republic because Caesar was... He's like the Trump character, even though Caesar wasn't a dumbass and a con man. He was more of a, you know, he was just not deferential to the Senate or the Republic itself. You know, he was just more arrogant and wouldn't play the by the rules. And um, whereas... Well, I think... Mm-hmm. Good. Well, I'm just, that's what, what I think a lot of people have trouble grasping. And and this goes far beyond Trump or any one administration, really. But it's like, we are the empire of today. And, oh, and yeah. we are going to it's, have the same fall, just yeah. like any other empire. Like, oh, there's like no we, doubt. Like, uh-huh. we're it. It's and, over. And we are, you know, like, <laughs> like if, if the world was Game of Thrones, we are freaking King's Landing. Oh, Including, yeah. like, if you noticed on Game of Thrones, all the people who lived in King's Landing and weren't rich had really shitty lives. Yeah, they, they that's like, right. you know, like most of them had to go and fight in wars that they didn't want to fight in. They didn't know why they were there. Yeah. They didn't have a choice. They were just yeah. sent of there. Of course. You know, mm-hmm. so we're an empire. Like we're totally oh, an yeah, empire. But, and, and yeah. you know, our government treats us accordingly. You know, they, they, they think, how can I exploit you? 
I know. I'll make health care for profit. Yep. How else can I employ you? Oh, God, you? yeah. I know. I'll make prison for profit. How else can oh, I exploit God, you? Yeah. I know. We'll have prison labor. How else can I exploit you? Oh, my you? God, Well, yeah. we need you to kind of be the backbone of this place, but we're not going to pay you living wages to do it. How right. else can I exploit you? Exactly. Well, we're not going to do anything about climate change because we need you to keep buying this gas. How else can I exploit you? Well, how about you join the military and go fight these wars? How else can I exploit mm. you? We're not going to make housing affordable for you, and we're going to keep you desperate. I, I mean, yeah. the list goes on and on. How else can I exploit you? Do you want to get a college education? That's debt for the rest right. of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, Well, you know, I have to say, USA, it's true. Yeah. How, and I always ask, how much longer are we going to take it? That's why, you know, the, the, the thing about gas prices and everything else getting the in- inflation rising if people had living wages and if they didn't have to uh you know uh miss two paychecks and end up on a food bank line then it wouldn't be as as damaging in general so they would be you know be able to ride it out while things adjust you know because the inflation is uh, up all over the world and whatnot but it's um we have the the whole uh, the this the this false notion of a middle class when the middle class we there is no middle class it's middle class is below the middle class went below 50% of the population when trump was in office i don't know why you know the democrats don't talk about it they don't the corporate media doesn't talk about it they just talk about yeah, well, gas prices and inflation now, but there is no where's where's this middle class? If you're if if gas prices go from three dollars a gallon to five dollars a gallon, and you're tapped out, that's not you're not in a fucking middle class. I'm sorry, this is not middle class. You should be able to middle class should have some some uh, something to fall back on in the time of crisis, you know. Well, see, so, I would argue, I would argue that the corporate media feeds you the delusion that the middle class still exists, and it of course, I'm, I don't, I'm so not that, thinking the corporate. Why, that's that's why, it. Yeah, that's. I don't think there's a middle class. Yeah, that's so all that's I'm saying. That's why they don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, 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 I know, but it's like, like, I think that's what it is. They don't mm-hmm. talk about that because right. because what, that would be why. acknowledging the fact that it's been completely gutted. Yes, they would never acknowledge that truth. They, they make yes. it out like. Not only is there a middle class, but there's this middle class right. that feels this way or that. There's this there's this oh, middle God, class yeah. that has this irrational failure of socialism, which uh-huh. they don't understand. Yeah. There's this middle class exactly. that has this irrational fear of a healthcare system that works everywhere else in the industrialized world. There's this middle right. class, you know, that that wants to go back to the office. Even though people I know. have been working remotely, oh, they're more productive that. and they're exactly. happier. Exactly. They want to they go back to the office oh, I know. $6 gas. I keep Let's hearing them shaming the, the the worker. Yeah, Like when I watch Morning Joe, because I watch, you know, I'll drink my coffee and, and, and hate watch Morning Joe. And they'll... They you all, are a glutton for punishment. I know. They're always like, uh, they, they'll say, oh, yeah. Everybody wants to uh, sit in their pajamas, and you know, I see you out. Uh, I see you out at the at the restaurant, or you're at a cafe, or you're at a concert, or whatever the fuck. But you can't go to the office. Well, people don't want to go to the fucking office because if you can work from home, maybe you can get a little bit of that work work life balance they were always talking about, and. 
without having yeah, to, you know, that, that commute. Thing they have in other countries. Exactly. Just a little bit. You know, you get a little bit more time back in your own life for you, you know, where you can do things and not have to spend commuting or something. You know what I mean? But they, it's so, it's so annoying to me. But anyway, we have so many yeah. problems. I can't handle it. It's, it's very, I wish my grandmother never left ireland i say this every show i know i'm sorry i say it every show what? well you know <laughs> since you since you brought this up naturally i will mention um i have i'm doing a new series under the get your news on with ron banner called expatriate oh really and it's all about you know well i saw thing. something and about that mm -hmm. i'm not doing this well here's the thing like are you I, leaving over the past no, I don't have any plans to, no. Mm. Um, I might someday, but I don't have mm. any plans to, as you know, right now. But, like, um, over the past two years, you know, going through this pandemic and especially seeing how this country in particular responded to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did come to terms with a few things that it's like, yeah, I might not want to live here anymore at some point mm, i yeah. i hope it doesn't come down to that i love i love my neighborhood i really do and there's so much cool stuff going on in my neighborhood mm. and i love it here i live in the san pedro area of los angeles it's uh great restaurants great food uh great music it's like a big punk rock town with a beach and it's a big union town so mm. it's pretty lefty and it's a little Italy, L.A., so there's, like, great... So there's all kinds of things that fit me very well. I like it here. But, you know, this country's kind of going freaking nuts. Yeah. And um, so during the pandemic... Uh, well, I mean, we're still in one. But, you know, yeah. during the, uh, I guess, the lockdown portion, I spent a lot of time reading about different ways to leave the United States, basically, and decided I was going to uh, make a series based on what I learned. And I'm also, you know, talking about the method that I chose because we, I am uh, I, I am in the process of getting dual citizenship. From so, where? Dual so, yeah. where? Check it out. It, Italy. Italy. Oh, good for you. Shit. Italy. Yeah, Italy. Um, yeah. Well, How's how? Well, how are you doing have, that? Because I can get dual citizenship have, in Ireland, and that's not dual. I I can get my yeah, Irish citizen. Can. Yeah, I can. I know I can. I I got to yeah, do it. You, I just like, mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot of paperwork. It's a big headache, and it takes a long time. And I'm going through it right now. But um, but it is, in my opinion, very very worth it. Yeah. And Ireland has a similar program to Italy. So I'm sure. Is it you because your grandparents? Is that it, or how? How did you it get it? It can go further back. It can. It can go further back. Well, I haven't gotten it yet. Okay. I'm still working on it. Okay. But it can go further back than that with Italy. I'm not sure what Ireland's rules are. Well, every, I know. Every country that well, has Ireland it, is. Different. Yeah, it's got. It's it's if your grandparents were born there, uh, and were were okay. citizens of Ireland or England, and. And uh, that's my grandparents. So I already looked into it. And in fact, got my grandfather's uh, birth certificate and, and death certificate. And uh, I need to get yeah. a few other th pieces of paper. And then I can register as a foreign birth. And then I apply for an Irish passport, apparently. So I, I can also yeah. contact 
I got some other thing about uh, getting somebody to do it for me for like, I don't know what it was, like $2,000 altogether. But we'll see. But I I need to do it. I need to do it. Anyway, but so what, as far as Italy, it. I mean, yeah. So, even if you're not, even if you're not going to move, like let's say you're like, I don't know if I'm going to move to Ireland or, or you can move anywhere in the EU. Actually. Yes, exactly. But even if you're not sure if you're going to move, it is still it is still a very valuable thing to have that, that in my opinion is well worth it having, mm. you know, a second yeah. passport and what that offers you right. just as somebody in, you know, I mean, somebody, I, I forget who said it first, but you know, I heard it and it, it, it's kind of an inconvenient truth, but it is the truth. If you're not thinking globally, get ready to be left behind. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily like that. That's the case, but that is the freaking case. Like that's just the world we're living in. And you can either deny that or try to fight it, or you can accept it and try mm. to, um, you know, try to use it to your advantage to the best of your ability. And, and I feel like, you know, especially me as a live, you know, like as a comedian or whatever, having a second passport would enable me to perform in other parts of the world so right. much easier. Yeah. And right. um, so, yeah, so... So I'm doing a series about it, I and mean, we're, we're talking about everything from, like, um, digital nomad visas to, um, you know, different ways you can leave the country to why I chose the method I chose. And we're going to talk about, you know, different countries specifically, like we're going to do episodes about Canada, Mexico. Um, and uh, it's still very much in its infancy. I've only done two mm. episodes so far. But, um, but you know, I'm going to be doing the mm. third episode before I leave for Iceland. So that's coming out soon. And you can get it just on my podcast. You yeah. can use on with Ron, wherever you get your podcast. And it's just the expatriate series under that banner. But mm. yeah, if anyone, I got to get out of here. If anyone has thought, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I get a lot of messages. I mean, even though I've only done two episodes, I have gotten a lot of emails about it. And a lot of times it's, uh, honestly, most of it is parents. Most mm, of it is yeah. like, you know, younger, younger uh, parents who are kind of, I thinking, understand. I, I don't know if I want my kids to grow up here. Right. And how you know, would you? I, I can certainly empathize with that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I honestly think like if I had kids right now, that question you asked me, are you planning on leaving? My answer would have been yes. Right. If I, if I had kids, like, like there's no way, like, right. like, like my wife and I, we would be gone. Yeah, because how do you send um, your kids to school? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying yeah, other no, people who have to send their kids to school. I understand, but I right, get right, it. Right. The uh, you know, the the anxiety of that to send chi- your child to school and then and and the possibility that they might be murdered by um, some fucker with an assault weapon. It's and and nothing will be done about it. That's the most uh, horrific part. Yeah, nothing is done. I mean, and now the Republicans and Democrats are doing this thing about uh, mental health and red flag laws, which is the very, very least that can be done. Oh, it's... they've moved on. They moved on from the doors. I, I thought oh, it was the doors. Yeah. The well, that was Ted Cruz. It was doors. just those horrible doors. There was one door going in and one door going out. So, because kids, the reason there are more than one door, yeah, because you should have a, an escape, a fire exit. You know what I mean? If you, that's why you don't have one fucking door going in and out, you dumb bastard, Ted Cruz, you know? But 
So kids have to worry. Kids in the past used to have to worry about fire. Now we have to worry about uh, assault weapons. So I guess you know that. But yeah, the uh, the 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 that they supposedly have some agreement with um, the Democrats and the Republicans about um, about doing something about red flag laws and and mental health. Yeah, that's whatever bill they're passing, but it's all bullshit. It sounds like more of the same. Yeah, it's all yeah, bullshit. It Mental like health. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, I'm asking. Well, yeah. how about uh, where's where's your Medicare for all mental health bill? You know, uh, of course not. <laughs> right. Let's let's start with right. uh, mental health care for all. Then, you motherfuckers. You know. Oh my god. Anyway, all right. Well, Ron. What's uh, what's that address again? What you were talking about? Antitrustsummer.com. Yeah, let's. Uh, we can't solve all the world's I problems know. tonight, but we can do something to break <laughs> yes, up we can do some something. of the big tech monopolies. So go to antitrustsummer.com. Please sign the petition. It takes less than a minute. And uh, if you're interested in anything in my world, romplacone.com for those tour dates. I'll be in Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, and Iceland. Romplacone.com for that. And please, antitrustsummer.com, sign the petition, tell your friends, share it, call your representative. We got a chance at winning this thing. We need a win. Let's win this. Yeah, we do need a win. Thank you so much for hanging out. And if you're, uh, if we're going to, I'll let you go because I know you have to finish cooking or whatever. And uh, we're going to talk about Lauren Boebert. I don't know if you saw the the new there's whatever they're they're you know the people who took down madison cawthorn are going after lauren bobert and apparently she was uh she was an escort and uh i'm just i think we need a laugh so we're gonna go through that lauren bobert she was (laughs) she was on uh sugar daddy something.com and as an escort and also had numerous abortions apparently so anyway i'm sure more will come out about it because this, uh, the, I, I'm the same people that got the videos of Madison Cawthorn um, face humping somebody in a hotel room, and uh, are the ones who are going okay. after Lauren Boebert. So it, it should be fun. It should be fun. Anyway, I I, 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 I tweet about it, but that, that's all I've seen so far. So I'm not, I'm not super hip to that. I'm, I'm sure I'll hear more about it. I'm too, sure but. you will. Well, I just I would like to see her. Um, I would like to see her out of the the halls of power by any means necessary. So yeah, she was on. She was called SugarDaddyMeat.com. She was. Uh, she was uh, offering her services on there, so apparently. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Anyway, all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your dinner there, but um, I know uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on uh, in this good. country. <laughs> so yeah, that's what no, I figured we'd talk about. Hey, anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me. Of course, and, anytime. Uh, yeah, antitrustsummer.com, and uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Yes, I'll talk to you later, Ron. All right. Have a good one, Tom. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ron Placone, everybody. The great Ron Placone. Let me see. That's what I thought. I saw this Lauren Barbert thing. So, yeah, antitrustsummer.com. Let's do that. I'm going to call Chuck Schumer tomorrow. Since he's my my, uh, senator, maybe I have... And, in fact, Chuck Schumer, I know this is a... 
Is this a humble brag? But he does follow me on Twitter, so... I'm going to... Maybe I could even direct... Send him a DM. But, all right. Yeah, what we, I just thought it would be funny to talk about this Lauren Boebert shit because she sucks and I hate her. And And for those who were listening on the podcast, I realized halfway through when we were talking, Ron and I were talking... Where um, I didn't even I didn't identify him. Uh, numerous you're supposed to identify people over and over for the um, for people who are just listening on audio podcast or whatever. So uh, that was Ron Placone, RonPlacone.com, the great comedian and uh, great friend. So yeah, thanks. Everybody on the chat, if if you're listening, Ron, who she's, he's probably not listening, but because um, he, I heard him cooking some dinner. But everyone is going to what is that? Antitrustsummer dot com, and they also are thanking you for being on the show. So yeah, thank I thank you, and we all thank you. We give thanks for Ron Placone. I do. I, you know, I mean, if, if we have to live in this country at the same, in this period of time, in this blip of time, at least we're in it together, right? So, look at Ray. You, you can hardly see him. He's sitting right back there. He's a cutie. All right. Yeah, Bobert was an escort. So, I don't know if you guys remember when, and I, I just want to say thank you, Jim, for the lone super chat of the evening. I don't know what the hell is happening. Did I do something wrong um, when I chose this as a career? I don't know. But um, thank you and thank everybody for hanging out. Let me see. So I don't know if you guys remember a couple of whatever shows ago, <laughs> a few months ago, we we were going through some of um, these right-wingers uh, who were discovered on a place called um, exploretalent.com. All right? And so all... And, and coincidentally, the weirdest thing, some... A, a large... Not just a few, but a, a, a large cohort of right-wingers are all on this they were all found on this this website called explore talent and it's a kind of it was or i don't know if it's still around but it was it seemed kind of old but a kind of dodgy looking sort of had a the veneer of soft core porn type you know, Craigslist escort type uh, prostitution feel to it. And so many of the right wingers were on this website, exploretalent.com. Lauren Bobert, Tommy Lauren, Candace Owens, and so many others. Um, a, let's see, um, one of the one of uh, Rudy Giuliani's, the one of these freaks that came that's that uh, came out during I don't know as Rudy Giuliani's something or other, 
Let me see. Where am I looking here? So people were, were kind of wondering, are right-wingers, where are they getting these people from? You know what I mean? So they find them on Explore Talent, and then they, they're elevated into the halls of power? It's be, here, let's look at some of them, and then we'll go through all of the Lauren Boebert's stuff. So this person, pusher of guillotine revolts on Twitter, Nicole Chanel, was the one who posted it. Once I attended a search, and when my dad found out they were wait, 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 putting me on the internet, internet, he, oh yeah, he was saying, this person saying, once I attended a, a talent search, and uh, they were putting me on the internet, he demanded my photos be taken off, but... And she's saying, Explore Talent is a live database that quite literally is the stitching together of numerous databases and different technologies. That's why the site looks weird. It is. It looks very similar to early Facebook. And you can e even register and vote and like and friend and etc. So first up, we have Lauren Boebert on ExploredTalent.com. And there she is. And we have some more video, or not video, footage, uh, film, photos. Why can't I talk of her looking very um, SugarDaddy.com, looking real like, looking like she's a whore, frankly. No offense to sex workers, because they have more dignity than Lauren Boebert. So this is, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Melissa Carone of, of Giuliani star witness fame. Carone is and not an expert and was actually a temp employee with the access of a lower lunch level entry associate. She was also intoxicated <laughs> and spurred SNL skits of her horrible acting job. That's the one who was insisting everything was stolen, if you remember, at one of those hearings where apparently um, really Rudy Giuliani passed gas and was caught on, on a mic, on a hot mic. Not that, you know, I mean, we all do it, but we try not to do it during a, during a hearing. We also try when we dye our hair that it's perm. Yeah, I dye my roots and whatnot, but it's not dripping down my face. If that ever happens, then you know. I've said, please become a patron too many times at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I know there's a woman who lives in my building, and I feel really bad for her. She's rather, you know, elderly now at this point, I guess. I don't know. I'm a, am I elderly? No, not yet. But um, she's, I feel bad. Like, I think there's some kind of mental breakdown happening. She's putting all kinds of signs on her door, like uh, I'm allergic to mercury is one. And then there's others, like just different um 
weird, weird things that only, I guess, are are uh, clear to her in some way. So I wonder. And everybody's kind of, like, uh, me included, just walking by, hoping they're all is well. Who do we call? Anyway. All right. Well, uh, I haven't seen her on Explore Talent, so I guess she's not that far gone yet. Former contestant on Survivor, Anna Kate, and a Project Veritas honeypot. (laughs) Honeypot operative, remember? Who targeted Dems along with Eric Prince, the brother of Betsy DeVos. And then we have Candace Owens, OnlyFans page, and uh, not OnlyFans, uh, Explore Talent. I wouldn't be surprised, OnlyFans. Tara Price is an anti-feminist and journalist who is currently, who currently runs media for The Blaze. You see what I'm saying? Where are these fuckers coming from? That's where they're coming from. They're a bunch of crisis actors. That's why they're always like, crisis actor there, crisis actor here, crisis actor everywhere. Because they're the crisis actors. That's what I'm saying. Everything is a projection or a confession with these people. So when they're calling Dems crisis actors... Everybody's a crisis actor. It's because they're freaking crisis actors. That's what they do. Because they're not actually governing. They're not actually doing anything of value. So they're just, they're, they're, they're pretending. They have to, they're, they're acting. Here's uh, Scott Pressler, who appeared on a scene, on the scene in 2017, running marches against Sharia law. Pressler disguises his actions with the veneer of organized community activism and is currently touring the U.S. teaching how to recall school boards. He was also at the January 6th insurrection. Then we have Tara Skrzpanski, of the Polish-American Brotherhood, far-right YouTube streamer, was in D.C. through the winter of 2020, was also at January 6th. She's shown up in Southern California and dro- then drove to Riverside for the for Getson Green. You see? This is who they are. Here's Tommy Lauren says uh who tommy lauren needs no introduction even though there was another we found another tommy lauren uh explore talent page that had her picture this one doesn't have her picture but all the other specifics are her then we have who's this paulina cheboratev sister of dimitri and philip Chebat Arev and our operatives out of Orange County and are involved in real estate investment. Dimitri plays in a band called Collusion and does all the GOP events. Can you believe them? Well, whatever. Collusion. You fucking dumb bastards. 
Jairo Rodriguez, a far-right YouTuber. It's incredible. It never stops. I'm telling you, I'm scrolling away. My finger's getting tired from scrolling. This is a Newsmax. What's her name? Emerald Robinson of the ever-reliable Newsmax. Another one. Nathan Degrave, January 6th Capitol rioter and current defendant, standing trial. Amazing, right? All right, well, enough of this. Enough of this palaver. Falderall. Let's get to Lauren Boebert. What do you think? Lauren, this is very exciting to me everyone because i i like it <laughs> i find it um funny here we go because i hate her i hate that bitch she's really um one of she's a she is a one of the reasons i am embarrassed to be an american because i'm like how can we how can we produce things like that things called lauren boberts you know Somebody who failed the GED. Well, it took her three times to pass the GED, which she only passed months before she was sworn in to Congress. Okay? She's banned from her local bowling alley because her husband, who is another disgusting person, and a pedophile, actually, he um, showed his underwhelming, reportedly underwhelming junk to underage girls at a bowling alley and was kicked out of the bowling alley. They were both banned. She was there too, apparently. And of course, she has, she's well known by the local cops because she was somebody who would inject herself into uh, situations and um, interfere with the cops she pretends to care so much about. Like, um, she apparently was arrested for disorderly conduct because she was encouraging underage kids who were, who were being cited for underage drinking for, she was encouraging them to flee the police and, um, and they arrested her. So, and then she didn't show up for court. That's the other thing. She, cause she's a patriot, you know, that's what patriots do. So here we go. Where I'm, I'm getting there. We're going to find it. Here we go. Here's for immediate release. <clears throat> this is from Fire... Where is it? Fire Bobert. Do I have the right page here? No, that's not it. Here we go. Look, 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 look. Look, look at her, pa- her pictures. That's real family values she's got there. Lauren Boebert. That's real. She's got some family values happening. These are more. Oh, there she is. What? What's she doing with that hose? <laughs> Look, this is from her. It's um, from her sex page. 
You see, she's on a bed. She's all gussied up. Okay. Oh, and, um... Alright, let's read the press release. Lauren Bobert was an unlicensed paid escort, so she couldn't even get a license. You know what I mean? Get a license for that shit. Maybe that would require her having a STD test or something. Do they give licenses for, for paid escorts? Only in Nevada, right? Well, anyway, she was an unlicensed paid escort with SugarDaddyMeat.com and had an abortion. Apparently, she had two abortions. Bobert met Senator Ted Cruz in Aspen through Koch family member escort client. So this Koch family member was the one who hired Bobert through this SugarDaddyMeat.com and, and apparently was the sugar daddy that impregnated her for which she needed an abortion. So, and apparently her husband knew all about it. She was married at the time, too, and she called it pay for play. Uh, and that's because she's, uh, she's family values. So, from June, a press release, June 14th, which is today... Silt, Colorado. The American Muckrakers Pack, Inc. today announced their team and volunteers have uncovered that Lauren Bobert was an unlicensed paid escort and met clients through SugarDaddyMeat.com. Text messages show she was bankrupt at the time and looking for side income and called her work pay-to-play. She was paid to escort, quote-unquote, wealthy men. According to our investigation, in 2019, Bobert was hired by a wealthy male client in Aspen, Aspen, Colorado, who was a Koch family member. Bobert's rich client subsequently introduced her to U.S. Senator Ted Cruz in Aspen in 2019. After meeting with Senator Cruz, Bobert was encouraged by him to run for Congress because, you know, that's what you do for escorts, to escorts, because it doesn't matter. She fits the suit, you know, and she has no integrity and, you know, she's pay to play. So she'll, she'll say and do whatever you want her to do, right? She'll love you a long time. Until your democracy is dead on the floor. After Bobert announced her campaign for Congress in 2019, Senator Cruz donated $126,000 to Bobert to the Bobert campaign and helped her raise large sums of money during trips Bobert's ma- Bobert made to Texas. You know, I guess when he wasn't fleeing can- to Cancun. Bobert didn't disclose a $75,000 donation until Cruz's Federal Election Commission filings contradicted her filings, you see, because she's a filthy liar, like the rest of them. Bobert had an abortion at the Planned Parenthood Clinic in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, of course, right? 
Planned Parenthood. All we have to do is search her Twitter feed for how many times she's bashed Planned Parenthood, right? According to um, uh, this press release, uh, she had the abortion, and I, as if I'm not mistaken, it goes into it that she had an abortion more than once. But anyway, we'll get that out. Due to her work with SugarDaddyMeat.com, so it might be they're only specifying one abortion because they can only corroborate the one, but apparently. In the text messages, which they'll will they released, but they redacted a lot, uh, large portions of these text messages from the person or persons who were, um, you know, exposing the the real Lauren Boebert. They, uh, according to that person, Lauren Boebert had more than one abortion. Anyway. American muckrakers obtained this information through an exhaustive investigation and a tip from a verified source close to this matter who has requested anonymity for fear of reprisals. We did not receive any information from Planned Parenthood or any other medical provider, nor did we obtain any information through illegal acts. So, okay, here we go. David Wheeler, president of the American Muckrakers Pack, Inc. Oh, please do Marjorie Trader Green, too. Please do her next. Please, please, please do her at the same time. Come on. Um, Lauren Opal Bobert is a big hip, as is a big, <laughs> why can't I talk? Big is as big of a hypocrite as Madison Cawthorn. He says one thing and does another. She says she's against abortion, but has apparently had at least two abortions. Well, they're mentioning it there. That's good. She claims to be a devout Christian, but is a paid is paid to escort wealthy men without a license. That's interesting. And has two abortions she wants to make illegal for other women. She takes money from Ted Cruz, but doesn't report it. If she's a law and order candidate, imagine what she'll do, what else she'll do to line her pockets. There's clearly no moral line Bobert won't cross, and it's all about getting as much money as she can, not the needs of the citizens of Colorado. Our coalition of Republicans, Democrats, and unaffiliated voters are pleading with all voters in Colorado's 3rd District to take a good long look at Lauren Boebert and what she does, not what she says. Here we go. Bullet pointed. Boebert had two abortions, but says other women shouldn't be able to make this decision. Boebert was driving an ATV in Moab and has... And had a serious wreck with her son in the back and her sister-in-law so seriously injured that she had to be flown to a hospital via a life flight. Bobert doesn't report the accident as required by Utah law and then actively works to cover it up. This, the accident was two weeks before the primary election, including paying her sister-in-law off to remain silent. 
Bobert uses donor money to pay her taxes and restaurant rent. We know this. I think this was exposed already, but I don't know why that isn't a bigger deal. Probably because everything in the house is on fire. In addition to this, Bobert still owes her employees back pay and threatens them if they protest. Jason Bobert, the sexual predator, is has a consulting, quote-unquote, contract for an oil and gas company for, wait for it, $460,000 a year, but has no consulting experience. Now, if you don't, don't, tell me that's not a bribe from the oil industry, right? Then these are the same assholes that are talking about Hunter Biden, Right, they uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, what what does what's Hunter Biden's experience being on a board of a guy? Uh, isn't he on the board of an oil and gas company? What's his experience? Well, what's Jason Bobert's experience being a consultant for oil and gas industry for four hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year? These are these are grifters. They're all grifters. It's a giant grift. The, re- the entire Republican Party are grifters. I'm sorry, they are. I, I mean, I am sorry. I'm not sorry to tell you. I'm sorry they are, because I don't want to live in a shithole country. I want to live in a country that works for more than just the 1%. And I don't want morons like Lauren Boebert embarrassing us and killing and making it possible for our children to be murdered by assault weapons. You know what I mean? In the the very least. We hope Coloradans will agree that Lauren Boebert doesn't deserve to represent the voters of Colorado. But she does deserve to be in the Colorado Hypocrite Hall of Fame. Yes. For more information on this matter... Go to Fire Bobert. Let's look. Bobert abortions. Um, come on, open up. All right, wait, wait, wait. Oh, here's the here's the the texts. I'm sorry. I would really love to help. I'm scared of her and her husband. And all these are redacted, redacted, redacted. I don't know how you could safely. I will tell you that she, this is the the person who's who's afraid. I will tell you that she had one abortion at the Glenwood Springs Planned Parenthood office and another at Grand Junction. The first one was when she was 17. The second one was when she was working on the side as a paid date on a site called Sugar Baby or something. She was stripping at that time also they had a meth drug problem at that time can you access any medical records with Planned Parenthood I'm trying to get past the fear but I don't know how you could protect me and then they say do you know where she was stripping what about the drugs we've heard Jason was dealing do you know the actual sugar baby website name and then the, the person responds, Jason was, yes. Yes, I have the photos from the actual site. I will send it. And then they send the picture of her hooker, 
her hooker, hooker pose. And there she is. Yeah. She's a true, true patriot. The site, one of them, was called Sugar Daddy Meats. There was another one also. I will find that one in the in the morning. There's some more of her uh, very patriotic sex pictures. On that site is where she met a client from Aspen who introduced her to Ted Cruz. The client in Aspen was a Koch family member. And then, you know, we read all of this. And, and the, this is vetted. You know that they wouldn't come... Uh, they wouldn't be um, come. What do you call it? You know, bring this all stuff public. I can't talk tonight unless they had thoroughly vetted it. She's a horrible person. The Ted Cruz thing is the big connection, and that came from the Cokes. Yes, she is a horrible person. That's what the person who knows her is saying. She was trying to save her business, and they had started a bankruptcy, so she started doing it on the side for money. And they asked, was she a prostitute? She called it pay for play, her words exactly. Okay, in the morning, it's late now, I'm sorry. Why, why would Ted Cruz put money into a paid escort that didn't even have a high school diploma, you ask? I don't get it. Good night. And then they respond. It's obvious. She blackmailed him. Oh, my God. I never thought about it like that. Yep. You know her. She's a conniving little witch. True. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So according to Colorado, you do need a... You need a license to be an escort. No person shall hold himself or herself out to, to, public, to the public as an escort or accept compensation as an escort without having first secured a license from the local licensing authority. Well, I guess escorting doesn't necessarily mean sex, having sex. And, and well, not that I don't give a shit, whatever. But she couldn't go to get a license because, yeah, that's too much big government for her, I guess. No big government. It's going to license her cooch. She's free. Oh, my God. <laughs> On the chat, Winston says, where is Errol? He's always saying he would love to turn Bobert out onto the corner to earn him some money or something. Who knew she was already out there? Really? Incredible. But I think that's be beautiful. It's a beautiful turn of events to soothe my, my sorrow. Because Lauren Bobert is trending, and I love it. And it's all coming out. So I wonder. You, you see today, um, Lauren Boebert tweeted. She had a picture of, of Trump hu hugging a flag and herself hugging a flag. And um, 
you know, because they're all a bunch of assholes. Look at this shit. Look at this. You know, hugging a flag, as we say, Republicans love the outward display of patriotism because the substance is very much over their heads. And what's with the thumbs up, traitors? Is this a traitor sign? I know you do the uh, white power sign, but what is this? What is this? Is this, uh, does this mean, uh, up your, up your ass democracy? What does it mean? Everybody, they always have this thumbs up. Stupid. Today we celebrate Flag Day and the birthday of my favorite president, Donald J. Trump. Why do you have to put the J in there, too? Donald J. Trump. That's con man to you. That's Twitler. Donald J. Because we might, what, we might uh, get him mixed up with another con man who's trying to destroy democracy? Remember today and every day, what a blessing it is to live in this incredible nation where you, can, you too, can be an escort one day without a GED without even a high school diploma, and the next day, you too can bribe or, or, or extort, excuse me, you can extort Ted Cruz for bribes. What a great country, only in America. It's true, only in America can a less vote-getting con man continue to... Gr- Go to that return to the well of dupes. That, see, it's like an endless well of dupes to fleece them over and over and over and over. And, oh, I could do this for the next hour again. Oh, my God, I want to vomit. Vote for me. I'm a whore. Look at me. I'm a whore. Look at me. I remember when I when I I had to bang you on Sugar Daddy Meat. Remember her pay to play. She still pay to play. We <laughs> thumbs up. Up where? Where are you putting that thumb? You filthy! Look at the fake fucking faces too. That's the other thing. The fakeness. Is that a real... What, what, is that a puppet face? I know that if you zoom into those dead eyes, they'll send a shiver up your spine. They both have dead eyes. They have the deadest of eyes. These deady, dead, dead. That's what happens when you're nothing but a greed-centered ghoul. When you're a greed-centered ghost of the Gilded Age who hates America. Hmm. Yeah. She voted against the Equal, equal Rights Amendment ratification. Well, who needs equal rights as a woman when you can get yourself a sugar daddy, right? 
at sugar daddy. What? You don't need equal rights. There's sugardaddymeat.com. Why does a woman need any rights? All she's got to do is find herself a man, like in the in sugar daddy meat. They are dead inside, and they and they have dead eyes to prove it. And every and it's a grift. The whole thing is a grift. That's the that's the reason we're teetering on the edge of the death of democracy. You understand? It's be, and it does go down. Comes right down to money and politics. If not for money and politics, we wouldn't be in this situation. We would not have a Lauren Boebert. We wouldn't have a Marjorie Taylor Greene. There would be no dead children having to be identified through DNA, you know? Cause they, and they won't be the last. That's the other thing that is abhorrent. Another thing, you know, Bernie had a, had a debate with, with uh, Miss Lindsey Graham yesterday and got, yeah, good for him. It was great. I watched it. And good for Bernie for bringing the truth to the morons at Fox News. But uh, the fact is, you know, money in politics. They, the, and politics. And um, Miss Lindsay said, oh, well, I, let's bring a Medicare for All bill up to the floor and we'll see who votes for it. If everybody wants Medicare for All and they don't vote for it, their representatives don't vote for it, then they'll be kicked out of Congress. And isn't that how it works? No, that's not how it works. Because 90% of the American people want background checks on gun purchases. We still don't have it. We All we get are this nibbling around the edges, Right? Over 70% of the American people want Medicare for all. And and how you, depending on how you phrase it, it's even higher. So give me an effing break. They'll get kicked out? No, they won't because of money and politics. That's why we have... A, a con man, you know the the con man who has who's wielding the the dagger at the throat of democracy is only doing it because he's a grifter. If there was no money in politics, he'd be on to another grift. He'd be back to selling Trump network vitamins, you know, because he's doing it for money. That's why he won't admit. That's why he won't admit that he lost. That's why he's not man enough to admit he lost. Because money, 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 money for him. Not for you, not for me, not for the American people. So that's the greatest evil that needs to be eradicated. But okay, no, man, whatever. What do I know? I'm just a fucking terror buster on the goddamn dinky podcast that only gets a $2 chat. <laughs> <laughs> from Jim every day. Thank you, Jim. As always. Right out of the gate. Always. You know what I mean? I have to say, please become a patron until I want to poke out my ears. But 
It's all a grift. Like, for example, all of it is these fuckers. I can't believe. Here, wait, I'm looking for this Kimberly Gill gargoyle thing. Kimberly gargoyle. It's and you know what? It's so irritating. Being, and that's not even the appropriate word. Because it's like we were talking about on the other on the last show, that the um, you know on on corporate media. That's all you hear is. First of all, I'm glad they're playing the January sixth hearings and all, uh, but then they'll. They'll, they'll talk about how Trump is a malignant narcissist and how the, um, you know, the democracy is dying and how the filthy goddamn conservatives are holding, um, you know, their CPAC convention in Hungary looking for ideas, how to bring it here. And then they'll, they'll talk about, um, yeah, they'll blame Joe Biden. For worldwide inflation. What's he going to do? Everybody's upset. You know, and just like we were saying, if there was a middle class, there wouldn't, the the ups and downs of this, uh, of inflation, of gas prices wouldn't be as detrimental. It wouldn't be as damaging. People would be able to ride it out. You should be able to, to have some savings you know to get through tough times but you know what do i know i'm just terror buster terror deviling on terror buster whatever i don't know i'm not kimberly gargoyle speaking for two minutes at a at a nuremberg rally and and making sixty thousand dollars yeah here we go here's another thing see that this is something that will hopefully put Trump behind bars. If there's, if there is a God, Trump pack didn't exist. He, all these dumbasses. Now I didn't read Trump's eleven-page rebuttal. Exactly, Zenny on the chat. Bernie should be two, should have been two years into his second term. Exactly, but I didn't read Trump's eleven-page rebuttal to the January sixth hearings. Which why would I? What would he say? Would he call? Would he be like um, uh, nobody, Liz Cheney, or um, pencil neck, shifty shift? This is what this is their fucking retort. You know what I mean? That's what they have. That's all they have. You have reams of evidence and under oath testimony and examples and you bring the receipts after receipt after receipt and then all that all that Fox News needs to know is um shifty shift. You say, uh, you say uh, receipt after receipt after receipt and under oath testimony, and we, we meet that with um, some fucking uh, infantile pejorative? Some nickname. Oh, well, you know, shifty shift. Well, case closed. 
from the NBC website, Meadow Blog, Steve Bannon writes, not that Steve Bannon, who should be in jail, by the way, who should be in jail. Why is he walking around still plotting the coup out in the open? Okay, among Donald Trump's worst qualities is the frequency with which the former president has tried to rip off those who put their trust in him. Why do they put their trust in him? This is me talking. Because, honestly, it's racism. They like the racism, and they want, to, they want that validated. Indeed, the Republican developed some expertise in this area, running both a fraudulent charitable foundation and a fraudulent university that was designed to rip off so-called students. All this came to mind this morning as the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack held its second hearing, which covered a lot of ground, including a review of how Trump and his team used their election lies to separate the then-president's followers from their money. Yeah. NBC News reported, Committee investigators also traced the money Trump and his allies raised from small donors by stoking election fraud fears, which they said totaled more than $250 million. And while the money was being billed as going to the so-called Official Election Defense Fund, two Trump campaign staffers testified that the fund did not actually exist and was only a marketing tactic. As one former Trump campaign staffer told the bipartisan committee, I don't believe there is actually a fund called the Election Defense Fund. And where, pray tell, did this quarter of a billion dollars go? Some of the money helped pay for Trump's pre-riot rally just south of the White House on January 6th, but the bulk of the money went to the former president's new super PAC. Part of what makes this jarring is the degree to which it's a fraudulent scam wrapped in a fraudulent scam. That's all they got. Trump sucks at business, okay? If you're a, uh, a Trump and Z just passing through to call me a, a, a dyke, um, Trump is a con man. Okay? He's a con man. That's why he took our broken system and latched his, his rapacious, lamprey-like, parasitic gullet onto it. And he found the most lucrative grift of his life. Tickling the fissures of disunity in the American body politic. And those fissures of disunity, unfortunately, many, uh, are, many of, th of those fissures are human beings. Well, they're, they're wrapped in human clothing, you know. But they're, they're sick. They're racists. They're morons. This, it really is just boils down to hatred and racism most specifically, they're ignorant and they're looking for somebody to validate that ignorance because the world keeps evolving without them and they can't handle it. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Trump started 
started uh, the started with a lie. The election re- results were illegitimate, and then he added another lie on top of it by telling those who believed the first lie to go grab their wallets and contribute to this fake election defense fund that had nothing to do with defending elections because the elections didn't need defending. It also created a perverse set of incentives. The moment the Republicans started lying or stopped lying was the moment the donors stopped sending him money, which, not surprisingly, encouraged Trump to keep the con going. But there's also a legal dimension to this. Are there laws? Aren't there laws against scams and unscrupulous con men laundering or launching fraudulent scams? I can't talk. What the hell is wrong with me? Representative Zoe Lofgren, a Democratic member of the January 6th committee, was asked about this after the morning's proceedings. It's clear. This is what she said. It's clear he intentionally misled his donors, asked them to donate to a fund that didn't exist, and used the money raised for something other than what he said. She said, now it's for someone else to decide whether it's criminal or not. Merrick the meek. It was against this backdrop that... Merrick the Meek confirmed this morning that he's watching the committee hearings and added, I can assure you that January 6th prosecutors are watching all these hearings. Well, they better be doing more than watching. They better be drafting arrest warrants. (laughs) Unreal. And um, some of the money, it went to, let's see, where did it go? It went to his hotels, his scam roach motels, his shitty scammy roach motels. It's just, it never stops. It never, ever, ever stops. Some Kimberly Gargoyle. Let's see. Kimberly. Two minutes. Two minutes with Kimberly Gargoyle gets you sixty. Gets her sixty thousand. Now that is pay to play. Jesus Christ, it's a grift. His Rolling Stone reports, Kimberly Gargoyle makes sixty thousand dollars introducing Don Jr. at coup rally. <laughs> Oh, God, fuck them all to hell and back. You know what I mean? Fuck them into hell with Lauren Boebert's sugar daddy account. Well, thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat. You're funny. Pipe down, beautiful. I still love you. But seriously, this is for Ray's tip jar. Thank you. Little Ray, he was here. Ray, Ray. Ray, Ray. Where's my Ray, Ray? Ray, Ray. Where's Ray? Ray, Ray. Nobody listens to me in life. Even Not even the cats. Not even the cats. 
Everybody treats me like, uh, you know, nothing. I'm nothing up in here. I don't even count. Not even in my own podcast house slash house. Podcast studio slash house. <laughs> oh, God. I do know what you mean. I'm sorry. I, do I say that a lot? I guess so. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You bastards. All right, I'm getting out of here. You're pissing me off now. I have... I got... What are you going to say? What am I going to do? I say things. I say, you know what you mean, and you know what I mean, you know what I mean. We all have our verbal things that we say. I live in this world. It, I can't help it. You bastards. I know my own chat room is turning on me. Oh my god. Look at this. With the fucking thumbs again. Happy birthday, Dad. You look so loving together, don't you? And black and white, too. Donald Trump, for those on the, who are listening, it's a picture of Donald Trump, the, con, the main, the head con man, and Donald Trump Jr. con man, standing next to each other, not even touching. Not even touching! With, like, with their hands down, just hands hanging down, not even anywhere near touching each other as uh, as humans are ought to do as human things look love you dad not even touching arms like big thumbs up to my dad because you know that's my dad your daddy hates you I feel I hate that I really feel um, I hate Don I hate them all except for Mary Trump she's the only redeemable or redeemed Trump but this guy Trump is a sociopath, absolutely a sociopath. He hates, he hates everything on earth but himself. And there's, there will never be enough to fill that empty soul, black hole of a, of a soul. That's why he's a greedy little grifter that needs to be like jump, jump to eating and fucking everything and, and, uh, screwing her and pet and money and because it's never enough because he is a he's a very sick con man he's a very sick I don't even want to call him a person he's a sick thing he's sick he's like a he's like a leech and he's got the uh, emotional depth of a leech now I don't think that little well I don't know Little Donald is a sociopath. He might be. 
He might be. He's a narcissist, no doubt. But I hate him, too. He's another piece of dirt who uh, does nothing for life. You know, when these people step off the mortal coil, the world will spin a little lighter. Every, the, everyone will have a, a little bit of more of a pep in their step. Mother Earth will, will breathe a sigh of relief. So will all her beautiful creatures. Because he's a disgusting person. Just, just, he's just as disgusting because, I mean, what does he do? Even in his spare time, he kills. He likes to kill in his spare time. Kill beautiful things, beautiful creatures who have more value, who bring beauty to the world. More than he'll ever encounter or even amount to. Or, or I mean, these people are, they are, they are a cancer. I mean, they give cancer a bad name. They give cancer... If to to call them cancer is to is to honor them. It's to insult cancer. It's like cancer on a leech. That's who they are. Oh my god! I don't know. It's like, whew. but your your father will never love you, even. As much as you try to be a vile, disgusting waste of human DNA like him, he will never turn to you and say, I love you, son. He can't even touch you. You are pathetic. Your whole family is pathetic. That is not normal. I'm sorry, you fucking waste of human DNA. That's why they are waste of human DNA. They will never know what it's like to be human. That's why it's never enough of them. Money, money, money. They don't care who they kill. They don't care who dies. They don't care if democracy dies. They don't give a shit if they... They would uh, they would dig up the bones of George Washington and shit down at George Washington's neck. God damn it! If they could get a dollar, they would rape Betsy Ross's corpse on Flag Day. <laughs> I mean, I t- prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Am I saying anything that's not true? You know it. If they said, Donald Trump, will you please dig up Betsy Ross and rape her corpse on this, on this beautiful flag day and we'll give you a, a million dollars? Of course he'd do it. Because that's all that matters to these wastes of human DNA. Pumping a flag. Give don't give me a thumbs up. Give give I mean Thumbs up everybody. Is that all that's it? That's your love that's the biggest loving, most loving gesture. Thumbs up. Dad, love you. 
Holy shit. Am I, am I saying anything that's untrue, anybody? My God. Oh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Okay, Lauren Barber, let's get back. Look, I mean, uh, this is pathetic. Pathetic. Thumbs up. Why is it in black and white, too? Pathetic. Oh, look, the only president. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please get me out of here. Somebody give, if, if anybody in Ireland is listening at this point, anybody, I don't care. You got to, I'm coming over. Make room. Contact me. But first become a patron at patreon.com slash I'm Just kidding. <laughs> Look at this fucking tweet. The only president to true, to give his salary. You stupid dirtbag. And the only president I truly felt safe and protected. I miss him so much. You must be a moron. Angie Dorham. Oh my God. I, uh, these people, I, I have high doubts that this is a real person, of course. Cause who, who could be that dumb? empathetic but somebody doesn't like I'm looking at her Twitter feed she doesn't like Bill Gates that's for sure wow 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 you feel safe and protected well you are very sad honey you're very stupid and sad, and honestly, I feel I feel sad for you. But I also hate you. But not to... I mean, I want you to get... Uh, that's why I want Medicare for All, because I want you to get the help you need. You feel safe and protected by a bunch of grifters. Because why? You, who, who, who are they protecting you from, moron? Is it the gays who want you to read books that they're banning, or that, that Republicans are banning, or the are gay people that exist, or trans people? Is that it? Or is it all those uh, Black Lives Matter people who are riding all over, right? You're feeling so, you're, you feel you need protection from fucking fantasy land. I'm sorry, uh, that's why Republicans are evil, because they appeal to the, the idiots of this country. They, are, they practice political malpractice. It's political malpractice. What am I saying? It's political malpractice. Because all these people are out there in every country. But you do not, you don't tickle their manias. You try to make a world that 
is nice and beautiful and you know belongs to everybody protect them where do you live fucker because a lot of people don't feel protected going to school they don't feel protected going to a concert going to a movie going to wherever oh my god Uh, Elon Musk I gotta get out of here all right help me lord somebody help me yes let's see i'm just looking at the lauren Bobert tweets what else if i missed anything oh shut up people are like getting well this person writes getting an abortion doesn't mean you're a whore no no that's not what makes her a whore being on a being a paid sex worker makes her a whore right and also the fact it says don't she says don't go after lauren burger by being a misogynist that's not being a misogynist she's a hypocrite she's a misogynist oh god God help me. Heidi Cruz just learned her husband knew Lauren Burbert when she was a sex worker. Uh-huh. Oh, what Heidi Cruz has no integrity either. Who cares? Nina Turner tweets, if Lauren Bobert actually did have two abortions, I'm glad she had access to safe legal abortion services absolutely every person should have that freedom and safety if they so choose to have an abortion oh this is good it's going to get better hopefully it'll get better by tomorrow and uh, there'll be more more will be revealed it's going to be good next take on trader perjury trader green Let's see. Here's Lauren Boebert doing her job, right? Let's watch. Like the American rescue, Washington Washington politicians are addicted to spending. We don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. And this addiction, like the American rescue plan is causing, is similar to Parmesan cheese and Hunter Biden. Thanks, and I yield back. Oh my God! What a piece of shit she is! Washington politicians. This is, this is all the Republicans are. Oh, I feel safe. That's all they are. They're they're walking trolls. Send Lauren Boebert back to SugarDaddyMeat.com. Washington politics. Washington politicians are addicted to spending. We don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. Oh, my problem. God. And this addiction, like the American Rescue Plan is causing, is similar to Parmesan cheese and Hunter Biden. What the fuck are you talking about, you dumb bitch? But why is she always angry? You know what I mean? For somebody who so loves America. 
You think she'd be high on those stars and stripes? Washington politics is a addiction. Like Hunter Biden and Parmesan cheese. It took me a long time to come up with that. Because I am a... It took me three... Like, it took me three times to pass the GED. Why are you so... And you know what? For She's got this bitch face, too. She has a face that is the definition of resting bitch face. Washington politics, right? Did to spending. We don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. Shut the... F- oh, my God. Guys, I got to get out of here. I'm so... Everybody's pissing me off. Who? Who just tweeted it's fake news? Bobo. Oh, she did? Yeah, because she learned from, uh, she learned from her, her, you know, thumbs up guy. That's what she learned. To call everything fake news. But wait till the videos come out. Right? Because you know the receipts are coming. Fact check, not true. Fake news for Pinocchios. Also, y'all need Jesus. Yeah, okay, honey. Is that Lauren Bobert? Wait, there's a picture of her with a bunch of guys with like their junk almost falling out of their pants. Is that her? Fact check. Might not be her. That's her. That's her. That's her. Where's her? Let's see. Ted Cruz. Was he? Oh, the memes are coming fast and furious. <laughs> this is a good one. That's the best so far. <laughs> With Lauren Boebert in her sexed up outfit and Madison Cawthorn in his women's lingerie. <laughs> I gotta retweet that. That wins. Look at that. Australia marks 25 years since worst mass shooting. We can't even make it a day. Ted Cruz is an American hero and patriot. On January 6th, we're both going to be fighting for freedom. Did you give him the senator discount? Someone asked. Oh, this is going to be good. I love it. See? Okay. It's going to be fun. Oh, look at this. It's all coming out. Hmm. All right. (laughs) People like... Are you doing bachelor parties too? Wow. Yeah, look, before Ted Cruz, she struggled to feed her husband and four kids. After Ted Cruz, she's debt-free, uneducated congresswoman making 174000 a year. Husband makes $450,000 a year as an oil consultant with Zero experience. God bless Republican Jesus. 
All right. It's going to be fun to watch. All right, guys. Listen, 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 listen. Hunter's Laptop Parmesan Cheese. Thank you all for hanging out tonight. Thank you, Ron Placone, for hanging out on Terror Buster. On this wonderful best show that ever existed on YouTube slash Earth. I don't know. That's what I think. If you feel like supporting the liberal media, do it on patreon.com slash taradevil. And thank you so much for hanging out. And remember, remember, you know what I mean? <laughs> we will win. We will win. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. And I'll see you. I don't know when. We'll have to say how I feel. Because I'm kind of, an, I'm kind of uh, pissed off right now. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm very... I'm salty, but I'll see you soon.